Oh yeah. We are back, baby. Oh yeah. Welcome to New Rule Manland. New Rule Manland. Episode nine. Episode nine. We're at, at some point we're gonna have to stop saying what episode we're is on. Is it bad to say that? No, I don't know. I just feel like we'll lose count eventually. Well, that's the whole fun of this, is like magically remembering <laughs> these in between stuff. Cheers, Cheers bro. bro. <laughs> Switching it up today. Going Red Bull and Tequila. Yeah, Red Bull and Tequila. Seeing what that'll do to the the memory banks right now. You know, I had a um, I had espresso this morning, and then I had a Red Bull right after it, and my heart has been fucking with me all day. <laughs> all right, whatever. I mean, if you have a heart attack, I'm just going to leave. What an episode, though. What am I going to call 911? <laughs> They're so busy trying to fucking control riots right now, but that's anyways. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... They've got their own shit to deal with. Yeah, I'm trying not need. to just have a heart attack. They I mean, you know what? We doing need? this. If you start having a heart attack, I'm gonna turn up the bass. That's it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just set the beat because it'll be way faster than that. <laughs> just picture dun, 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 like, dun, dun, dun. just like the chest coming up from the floor. My heartbeat is actually the beat for a like a techno song, like a new <laughs> Calvin it. Harris song. Irregular shit at this point. Bouncing like crazy. I can't stop. I can't control it. You know what's funny? When I was younger, I I was terrified of Red Bull because I saw a video of this guy in Brazil who apparently had drank too much Red Bull and his heart was like literally beating out of his chest. And I was like, oh my God. And then I found out that the real reason why that guy's heart was beating out of his chest was because of like steroids and not Red Bull. And I was like, fuck it, bring him on. Yeah, Red Bull's awesome. Red it Bull's gives great, you dude. wings. Literally. Dude, I remember like the early commercials of Red Bull and they were like so fucking funny. What, with their little cartoons? Yeah, with the little cartoons and some guys like a mailman. And it's like, hey, you brought me the wrong mail. And he's like, oh, well, Red Bull gives you wings. <laughs> you just fucking leave. It's I don't like, know how it worked. If you won't do anything right, but you'll do it because you're going to be hyper focused and energized. <laughs> right. It's like, yeah, I'm ready to party now for no fucking reason. I'm super jacked up. None whatsoever. That is a lot of tequila in that Red Bull. I love it. It feels normal. It feels right. Yeah, I mean, that's a random ass company that just kind of took took it and ran, like took adventure sports and ran with it. They, everything. Extreme sports, you know, like snowboarding, everything, yeah. motocross, whatever. Another one that did it was fucking Elon Musk SpaceX. Dude, he fucking... Did it. He did it. He, he brought motherfuckers it. into space and it didn't blow up. And the whole time they're doing this countdown, they're like, what minute till launch? And I'm like, these guys are going to fucking die on camera and I'm going to watch this happen. Dude. This sucks. Bob and Dub, Bob and Doug are going to explode in front of me. Like in a fiery I would have been blaze. so upset. I know. And I'm going to watch Elon just like put his head through a fucking like glass door. The first one he finds, big dragon emblem on it. Put it. Yeah, right. Smash it right Fuck through. all you guys. Yeah, I'm done. I'm out. I did. I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. While I was watching it, I was like, holy shit, is this going to go wrong? Like on live television? I was nervous. I was super nervous. Dude, my palms were sweating. I was like, oh my God, what's going to happen? I mean, I was texting you the whole time. We were going back and forth yeah, we about were. how scared we were. We were like literally like little teenage girls. So, so excited and afraid yeah. at the same time. And, and then what's funny is that like, as soon as they said you're cleared for takeoff and then they were like three, two, one. As soon as like you saw the um like the the rockets fueling off and it like it literally went off the ground like an inch and the lady that like signed them off was like pumped and I was like dude this can still go wrong that's all I was thinking I was like because you remember how they used to just like 
explode there for like five seconds and then it was like yeah. here we go we're moving a little right, bit right. and i was like that's the moment i'm waiting for like this huge fireball to just engulf these dudes like the 10 seconds after they said all systems go but no no nothing they just started lifting off in the space no yeah. big deal bob and doug just got three screens in front of them hanging out touch screen sitting there with their fucking ankles latched in got a little t-rex a little shiny just t-rex hanging around. out with them Dude, <laughs> just that, going seventeen thousand miles an hour. Casual. Getting out of here. No eight minutes. Deal. Eight minutes. Eight minutes, dude. Eight minutes. That's insane to me. What was what was really astonishing for me was the fact that they had that one camera shot of the rocket coming up, like so, like the camera was like pointed down at the at the Earth, and yeah. you can just see all that smoke billowing. And, and then they're like out of the fucking atmosphere in no gone, time, dude. They're gone, and then they show, and then they were like, "Oh, this is the point where they're experiencing the high." the the highest like g-force and i was like dude i know that feeling i've experienced it what you experienced g3 is that what it is like i think g1, so two, well three, it was a something. simulator if you go to if you go to like world disney there's um there's a ride there where they basically simulate a, a rocket takeoff and dude it is fucking terrifying you feel like you're gonna shit your pants right away dude, you feel it in your stomach you feel it in your chest and you're just sitting there and you're like ah! you're not going anywhere but like the th- and then all of a sudden once you get out of the atmosphere they switch it to zero g and like you're you're not floating but it feels like you're floating and your stomach comes up to your fucking eyeballs <laughs> and you're just like oh my god and then they make you do things with this it. Is so it disney or universal i think it's i think it was at disney i can't remember this is awesome i think it was disney it was at epcot oh nice so you just eat all around the world and then you're like let's test out this space rocket Dude, try not to throw up so everywhere. that was the first time i ever invested in disney because I was I was walking around. Did you wrote a Disney rocket, dude. It was Disney the funniest ride. thing in the world. It was the funniest exchange I've ever had with Morgan's dad. Me and him are both sitting there. We're waiting online to go on this, and he's just like, he's like, I can't believe how long this line is. Like, look at this line. It's so long, and like, this place will never go out of business. People always want to go to Disneyland. I'm like, yeah, dude, seriously. And then like, we had a moment where we were like straight faced stared at each other, and we were like. And then we both pulled our phones out at the same time. <laughs> it's like we're gonna invest in yeah, this shit, right? Because it was now. like it was like a Tuesday. So I was like, I got up, I I bought like five shares, and he was like, Yeah, I just bought like three hundred. Like, like, oh, fuck off, man. That's how you Super trade. casual. That's how you trade. We're happy with like a hundred bucks. They're like, mm. well, I mean, it, dude, he's been investing for decades now, so it's like I get it. I'm just jealous. <laughs> right. I mean, we've been you've been getting at it for how long now? Since well, I mean, the first time I ever invested, literally, was um, in high school, where we had to do like a mock. We did like a mock stock market thing for our economics class. So like, okay. there was a competition in New York. You log into this portal. Everyone gets a hundred thousand dollars, and you invest a hundred thousand dollars, and then you wait like three months, and then whoever has like, it was like a, a a New York City competition. So you can see people from like other schools and how they're ranking against you. Very cool. Third place, baby. That's very impressive. I took fifty percent of it. I put it all in Apple, and then the other half, I would just be like, like I would, do, I would watch Jim Cramer back then, mm-hmm. and he'd be like, "You got to invest in this stock," and I'd be like, "Done," and I would buy it. I would hold it for like four days. I'd be up five percent. I'd be like, "Did it lose money?" Out. Count it, dude. That's how we did it for so long. Yeah, for like the past four years, it feels like it'd be like in and out, in and out, in and out, little wins, little wins, yeah. little wins. I mean, legitimately investing that first happened in college, like with my own money. It happened when we moved off campus. Nice. That's the first time I invested because I had a grant for my housing 
And because I wasn't living on campus anymore, they still had to give me the same amount, but they had to cut me the check. And the thing is, the grant was like $10,000 and our rent was like 3000 So that's 7000 For the year. For the year. Yeah. And that's $7,000 I just put all into Apple. Oh, well, that's a nice little win right there. It was there. awesome. That's it was a big, awesome. big win. Yeah. Good for you. It wasn't bad. No. Tesla's, Tesla's stock is fucking flying the past two days. Oh, I didn't even look at it right now. Oh, What's God, it at? Is it, did it hit over $1,000? $880. Oh, God. They went up a lot this year. Dude. Oh, these other fucking putting dudes in space. Oh, not Tesla's. Not putting dudes in space. SpaceX but. is technically SpaceX is inside of Tesla's stock value. Is it? Yeah. It's Solar City. He's got, yeah. He's got all those different Solar companies. City, Tesla, and SpaceX are all involved inside of it. That's why SpaceX isn't a publicly traded company. You're actually investing in it through Tesla. Hmm. That's why it fucking skyrocketed the past two days. Well, they could send people into space. If you could do that, now you're Iron Man. You're making weapons or something like that. Well, dude, the, the thing is, is that fucking, that, that, that propulsion rocket that landed back on that fucking boat. Like it was nothing. Like it was nothing, dude. Like it was an automatic car fucking parking into a spot. Mm-hmm. I was like, how did that thing just go into fucking space and just casually drop in in Ireland? Now I understand, too, what you were saying last week about weather being good. Weather being good. For it's the because re-entry. That, that rocket had to come back down. And I was like, why did it? There's no re-entry. I was just assuming was they the were going to just explode sometime. But they also had all those um, like abort mission spots all along the Atlantic. Yeah, they do. That was pretty intense, too. Just for too. any escape reasons that they had to eject yeah. the eject pod or whatever, they just had shit all over the fucking ocean ready for them. But if they... Okay, so, like, let's say God... Obviously, we don't have to say God forbid because it didn't happen. But if if they had, like... An, like So what happens? They just eject out of the pod and then they have a personal parachute? Or would they inject inside of, like, an individual pod? How the fuck does it work? You're going, like, a thousand miles an hour and you're going to no shoot out of something clue. and then, like... Hope to God that you're not just like incinerated in some way. Well, right. going back to Red Bull, that dude jumped out from like the atmosphere. Yeah. Dude, I <laughs> would like 200 miles an hour. Never fucking do that. We were at the that. pizza place, and I was watching that dude because he did it from what, like a balloon? He went up mm-hmm. in a balloon or something for a long Casual. time. Casual. He did it for like four hours, it seemed like, and then they're like, "All right, he's gonna jump," and it was like not the NASA spacesuit you see now, where these dudes are just looking fresh as shit, like. Zara fitted them or something like that. <laughs> Bob's like, oh, something 10 years younger in my spacesuit. No big deal. Doug's like, just got a handy. Everything's chill. <laughs> but like this dude was in like a huge bubble suit, like in the seventies. And he jumped out of that thing. And then was like, just falling. Like, looks like he threw a toy out of a building. Yeah. And 230 miles an hour. Dude, just flying. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, dude. That makes my stomach hurt. Like, I feel like I have to shit right now. So that's what they would have done and been like, Hopefully I don't pass out and hit this parachute. I don't know. I don't. I Those don't. suits were not like that. No. no. You know what? Fuck it. They were probably made out of the coolest shit I've never heard of in my life. Probably like diamonds. Did you see Doug the second that he got into the International Space uh, Station? No, he donked he his head. Did he really? <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. It's like, all right, Doug, be cool. Be cool. Don't fuck this up. Don't fuck this up. You got this. All right? You got this. Walks right in. Bink. Right on his head. He's Doug. like, fuck. Made for little people, huh? <laughs> No, I should have watched that because I know it took them 19 hours. 19, 19 hours. hours. What, get what, to the space station. I, I stopped watching after it took off and they started like partying. And then yeah, Trump. Yeah, my heart like already exploded. Yeah, Trump made, a, made a, a statement. And then after that, we started eating barbecue. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah, then we just kind of ditched out the world and it was like. Fuck off. Beef tips, pork, yeah, shrimp, pork 
tacos. I realized oh. what I did wrong with the pork. We were trying to shred it, but because the pork loin was rolled up like that, you're not supposed to shred it. You're actually supposed to cut it into thin slices. Well, you did it. So I know that's out. what I did later, but I was like trying to pull it at first. And I was like, why is it this working? It's because it's too tender. Oh, and do it. My turn to try out that pork shoulder. Is it pork shoulder? No, it's a, it's a pork. Uh, it's a pork loin. Oh, okay. So it's not. It's, I don't even know anything about the. I don't know the like difference, that. but all I know is that there's fucking recipes we that I can just look up. Yeah, we don't even know how to cut against the grain here. I was, oh my god! I was, was cutting good. leftover fillet today from you from the other night I yeah. made it, and I was like, oh, I'll just eat leftover, and I was like, all right, whatever I cut here still doesn't look right, but now I'm just gonna cut it in smaller pieces, and maybe that'll be against the grain at this point. But I still have no fucking clue what no anyone's clue. talking about. So like, obviously with with um with like shaving. They always told you never go against the grain. Obviously, against the grain would be shaving down to up, right? Yeah. That's against the grain. Yeah. So, but the striations of meat, it goes up and down. So, against the grain wouldn't be either east or west cut or north and south. Like well, I don't, We had a dry rub all over this thing. You don't even see right, the Right, that's what I'm saying. So, anymore. I have no you're idea. you winging it? Like, you're like, oh, cut against like, the grain. What the fuck does that mean? Cut it a little bit. You know what? It tasted fucking good regardless. Oh, I know. That was it. Man, that was cool. That was the juiciest, best thing I've had in a while. Those were good tacos, man. Good tacos. Good tacos. Not a bad way to watch a space launch, you know, be part of history, eat some tacos, have a good time, eat with your friends, then watch some UFC fights, people's fucking knees hyperextending and just Ooh. ripping them off. It was awesome. Dude, Watching I, I mean, full beatdowns. That one girl went in, what, three rounds of just pure... Just got unadulterated face ass mashed. whooping within yeah. five seconds, just hammering Shark- her face. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good fight for her, dude, especially after she just got absolutely romped by the champion. Shoe Kagan? Was Shoe that Kagan, yeah. She just she she fought her sister. The the champion that she had just recently fought, mm-hmm. she fought her sister. And she fucking mauled her. Yeah, she made her look like a little bitch. The main event the main event wasn't great. I thought I thought Tyron Woodley was gonna come out like a bat out of hell because dude, my man's got fucking power, but he was like a, he had his back against the cage like ninety percent of the fight. He what the fuck is that? So he just got. I mean, attacked. it's 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 literally the same way that he lost the title. So that guy, Tyron Woodley, used to be the champion, the welterweight champion, and then he fought Kamaru Usman, who is a fucking savage, uh, like this big ass Nigerian dude who is just fucking ripped and he got mauled by him and he hasn't fought since then so then he comes back this past weekend and he fights um what's his name gilbert uh gilbert burns who's a brazilian guy he's actually a four-time world champion in brazilian jiu-jitsu so he he knows his shit yeah that's a lot of um, jiu-jitsu and he's young too so like he was he and he was just fucking walking him down bro at the end of every single round when the ref gets in the middle and breaks them my man did not break eye contact with him. Even if Tyron Woodley looked away, he was just fucking stalking him like this, just staring him down in the middle of the ring, just standing there until his coach was like, yo, let's go. And then he came back to his cage. He was just fuck, dude. He, he was, was in he was in murder mode. Yeah, he he was, was in murder mode, dude. Okay. And I, I don't Hunting. know. What, I, honestly, like Tyron Woodley was the number one contender. He's definitely not anymore. And I know you don't know did anything. Did he lose that, that fight? Woodley Ty- lost that? Yeah, Woodley yeah. lost it. He was the one that had his back against the kitchen. Yeah. Dude, he got cut in the first round. He had a nasty cut over his eyebrow, dude. It was like this wide. Yeah, you just see the white. Yeah, like you, you saw literally his, like, the skull. skull. Yeah. yeah. The, those eyebrow ones are disgusting. I don't know if there's any UFC fans out there, and I know that you're not like a super 
tight UFC follower, but that welterweight division, man, one ranked number one. So it, it, it goes champion, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, all the way to 15. Okay. One through nine can all fight for the championship right now. I feel like that's how it should be. And when you're it, it not would contenders. be a fucking barn burner. Like it would be. Barn burner. <laughs> Is that a thing? Is I don't barn know. Murder fuck it. Thing? I hear people say it. I want to say it. Really? They say that? I'm what do they sure they say barn burner. Who the fuck knows? That'll be a barn burner. It's going to be a good old fashioned barn burner. I can't tell if that's like awesome or not. Oh, it would be fucking good. I mean, I guess if you burn a barn, it's nothing but. Remember like... the fight that I saw? Remember the fight that I was watching for at DQ's wedding? After DQ's wedding? I had the iPad downstairs in the reception and I was watching that main event. And it was that white dude in that. You might have left at this point. But that was the guy that's that's oh, the current uh, yeah. champion. I remember that. Oh, yeah, because there was a wedding going on with all of our friends, so I didn't give a shit about a UFC fight going on. Whatever, yeah. dude. Everyone else was interested. There was no one interested. I remember that very clearly. I didn't give a shit. It was everyone a great was fight. Like, Why the fuck are you talking to that like screen and giving a shit? We're all out here having fun. I was having a blast. The, like Kev was over there just trying to beat you up through all the things, just trying to make you have fun. Everyone dude, was like, fuck, fuck your Kevin Tomer. shit. Fuck Kevin Tomer. Fuck Kevin Tomer, all right? <laughs> the only bully you've ever had. The only bully I've ever had in my entire life is Kevin Tomer. And I know you're not listening, but you will one day. He and grows I just... bigger cucumbers than you do. He really fucking does. It's really annoying. San Diego, dude. You're never going to win against California. It's bullshit, man. The guy, I FaceTimed him once. He's like, look at all my bonsai trees. And I was like, fuck you, man. What he's the got... fuck is this about? Yeah, he's oh the guy who just like saves little babies. He does like heart surgeries to like make sure they have their little lives Dude, continued. It's amazing what he does, man. Yeah, I would never be able to hold it together doing that. No, I mean, like I mean, I, this is the the extent of my abilities is the entertainment industry, and I'm I'm like not even good at that. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> this is like we're we're not we're not playing with baby hearts here. Dude, I saw a baby bird. I was like, there's no way that <laughs> thing's done for. Yeah, just like a little little baby human. I'm assuming the heart's the size of that baby bird, and it is. It's probably bigger than that. I don't know. Oh, oh like a, a, ba- a baby's heart? Is, yeah. Yeah, it's probably the size of a baby bird. You know, it's funny because every time I talk about my job, I'm always like, I'm not a heart surgeon. Like, if I fuck up, no one's going to die on the table. But, like, he, like, if he fucks up, someone dies on the table. Like, that is an yeah. immense amount of pressure. I can't imagine that. Just been doing it for years. He's just been doing it for years. Years. But he's a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck him. Dude, I'll never forget the first, like, dude, who, I, I, don't, I don't remember if it was Jared or Pat's bachelor party. It was Pat's bachelor party where we had that sick house. As soon as I walked into the house, I walk into the backyard to say hi to like three people. The first thing this fucking jerk does is tackle me to the ground, make me rip my jeans, the only pair of jeans I brought, because yeah. like we're going to a strip club. I'm not going to dress nice and get fucking syphilis all over it. And this guy <laughs> fucking tackles me to the ground, puts me in a chokehold, and he's like, tap, bitch, tap, bitch. <laughs> and I was like, of course I'm going to tap. Yeah, it's like, you just attacked me, man. But now I've been doing jujitsu, Kev. Get ready. He said he wants you. He's Let's coming go. for you. He said... Bring over that bitch ass and let me have a piece, bitch. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you, man. This Red Bull and tequila is running through me. I'm chugging it right now. Like, I need to be more energized for no reason. I ate two Uncrustables today, so this thing is just running through me. I just had leftover everything. Mm-hmm. The weekend of leftovers in a bowl. 
Oh my God, dude. Yesterday we were just making leftover quesadillas. It was the best thing ever. Yeah, all the taco shit. supplies that we made, we just threw it all into a quesadilla and we just. Morgan's made. a vegetarian and you made three pounds of meat. She, she asked me yesterday because she got high. She asked me yesterday. She was like, Can you make me a quesadilla pancake? I was like, What the, what the fuck? fuck is that? Is that just a quesadilla? <laughs> it's, just quesadilla. <laughs> it's just, she wanted a quesadilla, not that you fold in half, but one that you put. Another, another tortilla on top of it oh okay because i was like you got to make two pancakes and put cheese yeah, in it i was now. like what I was the like, fuck are you talking that's about like a, that's like a lot of work that's a lot of work and she was like i just want to make it so that it's like stacking pancakes no no i want them soft and fluffy quesadillas oh my god that sounds kind of fucking good that i'm gonna make a whole thing good. i'm gonna make breakfast sandwiches oh my like god that. Like, could you imagine pancakes with shredded cheese inside of them yeah why that's what i'm talking about making right now holy shit yeah Wow. Cool, 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 cool. Can uh, smoke a joint later and figure that one out. Yeah, not Maybe. smoke a joint during this anymore, though. No, no, no more. That's the most unproductive shit. This is, is trying a... to get thoughts out of your mouth when you're like blaze stupid, but there's another thought already happening, which is like, abort that mission. You sound so stupid. Or it's just like, yeah, go for it. Then just think about what you said. And then yes. you have to sit there after that sentence comes out and you're like, do I even know things? Do I do I know shit about anything? You know, it's it's funny because my concern is not my concern is not speaking while I'm high. It's it's when you talk and I have to make a response. That's <laughs> you're like you mean listening? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like <laughs> you have a hard time listening. Wait, wait, wait. Hey, uh, it's not even listening because I hear everything you're saying. It's just piecing what you're saying together with a witty response from me, or like a counter, or like a, a follow up. I can't do it. I got to go water the plants. So, I got to get out of here. So I, I look at you and I'm like, yeah, no, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Today's a big day too, dude, man. This is the first time that we actually published all of our, our previous eight episodes um, to actual podcast portals. Yeah, you could watch. What do you catch us on? Spotify? Catch us on Spotify. No rule man land spaces in between every word. Um, you can catch us on Google Podcasts. You can catch us on Apple Podcast. Um, all No Rule Man Land. You'll see it when it says No Rule Man Land, and there's a circle, a yellow circle around the word because we're cheap fucks and we don't have a logo yet. Oh, don't worry. I got her on it. I was like, this That's is bullshit. What I'm about. Dude, I, she was like, oh, your logo's awesome. That was way better than I thought it would look. I was like, uh. No, dude, I paid a dollar for that. <laughs> <laughs> I literally went to Logo Generator. Here, one dollar to download. I was like, sold. I mean, it's clean. Don't get me wrong, but I was like, it's not the uh, epic shit I was looking for. No, it's not. Thanks, Dude, boo. Again. I need something. What do you? What do you? If you could have a logo, just off the cusp right now, what would you expect it to look okay, like? This is what I want. <clears throat> no rule, manland. I want us both to be standing back to back. Right, like a fucking NSYNC cover album. Okay, I want us, Charlie's Angels here. Yes, go yeah, NSYNC. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I want, I want Charlie's Angels. I want us to be standing on a mountain of skulls. <laughs> yeah. I want, I want there to be like fireworks and explosions going off in the background. I want you to be holding an AK-47, and I just want to be holding a dog. Okay. That's it. That's what I want. Understandable. I, I kind of pitched the same thing to her earlier today. And she was <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I was like, you know, you just like back to back with like double barrel shotguns and shit. She's like, no. she's like you guys uh don't shoot guns and you sure guns are a good thing right now? And I was like, mm, Touche. I, I don't know. Touché. We just jumped on that one real quick. <laughs> it just kind of felt like, you know, 
we're just kind of idiots when it comes down to ideas. <laughs> so it's like, all right, we could jump down that road. But I mean, in reality, maybe just like we could do something where like we just got like doobies in our mouth and forties duct taped to our hands while there oh, is an I like that. absolute fucking shit show going on in the background behind us and we just have this kind of setup where it's just like we're stuck with these 40s we got a mixer board and we got microphones and it's like meh well dude here we go actually that would be really cool and then like we should have like a little coronavirus floating in the in the top right and then like rides going on in the background because then We'll it's, have like masks on the floor. By yeah, us. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because then it would it would it would show like, oh, so when did this podcast start? And you can tell when it started just from the logo of our podcast. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. What a way to start a fucking decade, man! Everyone's right. like, oh my god, this is gonna be a great decade. Nay. Bob and Doug are at the International Space Station. I'm fucking pumped. Dude, I'm like, Bob and I'm Doug are good. fucking chilling right now. That's they're going like, up there. They're taking. When do they come back? How long are they there for? Do you uh, know? One to four months. One to four months. So fucking whenever they want. So basically, this was just a trial run. This mm-hmm. was just like, let's see if we can actually send people up there. Yeah, let's, let's make a let's statement. See if it's a thing. Can we work with NASA to get people up there? Are we going to be doing the thing I've been talking about, which is getting people to space and bring like they got the rocket back. That's the rocket that brought the dudes to space. They can go back there whenever they want. Now. Yeah, I, I wonder. They got a space car. Yeah, I mean, they like, have the space Uber. Yeah, literally, that's what I'm saying. So, like, the thing that I was asking myself after I saw that thing land was, obviously, you can't turn around, um, like, you can't launch like four or five flights, right? Because I, what I was thinking was, dude, with this technology, Elon could like send someone into space, bring it back down, refuel, launch it. But obviously, now that it's in Ireland. They have to wait for it to come all the way back down to Florida. Yeah, I'm sure there's like a, a full process of checking out every bit of that thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. You have to inspect it afterwards. Yeah, you're just not going to be like, well, it worked once. Going to work every time now. Like, you know, that's you get fair. on a plane and there's like a, whatever the system check before you even take off of those things. Yeah, that's a good point. And they're like, oh, sorry, we're delayed. The uh, I'm sure he's already you working on it, You can't flush the though. toilets. I'm sure he's already working on it, though. Dude, yeah. that fucking... I bet you they're on the barge that as soon as that thing landed, they were like, go, start working now. Yeah, He's yeah, like, what yeah. are you going to think? They're standing by, wasting people's money, wasting no, that thing? No, 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 no. They they're definitely working on something. a whole team of engineers and scientists that are cutting that thing open, fixing it, doing whatever they got to do to upgrade. This thing burned out. That thing happened. We lost this. Better, 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 better. Yeah, dude. It's, it's insane that... Like when you think about it, like what we were talking about last week about how like space flight started and the things that we were doing at first and how fucking amazing it was. And then you look at it like less than a hundred years later and it's like, we're shipping rockets up into, we're, we're shooting rockets up into the sky and then we're actually landing that rocket so that we can reuse it again. That alone saves them, saves SpaceX hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars. Yeah. I'm just thinking, cause I've been watching space force, so it's been very, uh... how is that? I'm having a great time. I keep falling asleep during the second episode. Oh man. Well, you know, I love John Malkovich. I Mm. think that dude is hysterical. And the fact that he's playing like a gay scientist who just thinks everything uh, Steve Carell is doing is the dumbest, most egotistical, manly, macho, like all your feelings are crunched up in a ball. You can't even help it. shit. So like you get this dynamic between the two of them that just keeps building the entire time during the show that I'm just having fun with. Plus they just toss out random numbers. They're like, all right, so like, fuck it. Uh, the president wants a show. Let's just launch that missile. And they're like, oh my God, how many public schools did we just fucking lose funding for right now because of that? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
500, 500 schools was that one missile that blew up before it went anywhere. And Steve Carell's oh, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, like, the, the funniest part was when, no, the, the two parts from the first episode that I saw that made me like bust out laugh. Because again, Space Force is a show that like I, there's no way I'm getting Morgan into it. So like I have to watch it. Shit. I have to watch it by myself. Yeah, this and is me all all yeah, alone. Linda's I, doing her own thing. Yeah, this exactly. Is totally me. So like I'm either watching it on the couch in the living room, or I'm going into bed and I'm watching it as I'm falling asleep. But dude, the two things that I remember that fucking made me piss myself laughing that got Morgan really pissed because she woke up was one when Steve Carell like after he finds out he's going to be the head of Space Force. When he goes home and Lisa Kudrow is like laying in bed and he gets up to go to the bathroom and he like gets up, he, he makes the bed nice and proper. He run, he flattens out all the wrinkles on the bed and he goes and pees. And then he's like, and she's like, uh, she says something about how like, oh, you're, you're a pretty stubborn guy. And he's like, only when they tell me not to be. And then he like turns on his heels like a military guy to go back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes into the office and John Malkovich is there and he's like, oh yeah. So like, where are you getting this idea? And John Malkovich is like, yeah, that's above your pay grade. And he's like, there's literally nothing above my pay grade <laughs> in this space because he's the head of it. He's the four star, only four star general in the United States Army at oh the time or like god. military. Oh god, it is. It gets funnier, dude. Trust me. They dude. start going down like the holes and like Jin Yang from uh, Silicon Valley. I saw he's in that, dude. He is. And he speaks perfect up. English. Yeah, he speaks great English. I had no. I I know this is super racist, and I don't mean it this way. But I'm just saying, I had like when I see someone's original character. And then they act a different way. I get so thrown off. Well, so yeah. he's speaking perfect English. And I'm like, Jin Yang? Jin Yang You're supposed to be like, oh, Snapchat, fuck you. I like Facebook. <laughs> new, new Pied Piper. New, new Pied Piper. <laughs> I just thought that that's what he's going to. Uh, this is Eric Bachman's remains. And it was just pig blood in a bucket <laughs> that he brings to like Congress to take over the entire thing. Eric Bachman doesn't exist anymore. This is him. <laughs> it's like, sir, that is pig blood. No. no. It's That's Eric Bachman. <laughs> is it Eric Bachman or Ehrlich? Ehrlich, Ehrlich, Eric. I don't know. I thought know. it was Ehrlich Bachman. It could be Ehrlich. Who the fuck knows, man? But it sounds like Eric when he says it sometimes. But regardless, he is so funny in this now. He's a stand-up comedian. I didn't know that. Oh, he's great. He's got his whole special on Amazon. But he's he's so funny in it. And the, even the casting with the uh, that guy, Ben Schwartz, I think his mm. name is. And he plays the social media, uh, media manager on the entire Space Force team. These guys, their whole dynamic, he's like, oh, well, you know, people where you're from, like Mongolia? He's like, Baltimore. He's like, you got a Baltimore in Mongolia? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh you guys are ruthless, man. You guys, It's like that office humor where it's just everyone is so yeah. naive. Yeah, yeah. They're so dumb. Yeah. It's just so fucking dumb. I, I love the, the, the one scene where they're all sitting in front of each other and they're talking about who's going to be in charge of the Space Force. And then like the one guy's like, well, at least the uh, Coast Guard isn't last anymore. And everyone's like, no, 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 dude. You're definitely still last. You'll always be last. <laughs> oh, with the military heads beat up and they just yeah. talk shit. I don't know why space isn't part of the Air Force. And it's like, well, I know one thing. It's not in the fucking water, Shannon. <laughs> fucking great. great i need to watch that show man. i'm telling you I'm, I'm about eight episodes in right now oh, okay i'm about to crush the rest of it after this just because why the fuck not yeah why not right let me add it to the list of things i have to do which is absolutely nothing nothing going on 
upload this, have more fun. Yeah, this, you know, you this episode go to, will be here tomorrow. Yeah, it'll, we're, we're uploading these right away, I think. Yeah. We're gonna, we should do more. I, I, dude, I'm telling you. Like, so look, I'm, I'm going on vacation tomorrow. Yeah, where are you going? I'm going to Delaware. I'm going down to like, I think it's called Rehoboth Beach. Yeah, we like exposing locations on this show, so. Yeah, I'll be at Rehoboth. Come see me. I'm going to be in one of those mansions by the beach because this podcast is giving us fucking bread. What's up, White Claw? What's up, What's up Roman? Roman? What's now up, Red got, Bull? What do we got? Casamigos? Casamigos and Red GC, Bull. GC, my dude. What's up? Let's, Let's go see that facility. Come on, it. George Clooney. I want to ride a fucking motorcycle with you and be on the side of trucks. That looks cool as hell. Whoa, 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 whoa. Cas- Casamigos is George Clooney? Yeah. Oh, Wait, I knew why I liked it. Did you think those pictures were like... For fun, when you were looking Dude. at that beautiful man as you almost crashed into the sidewall, like of I don't any know. Hawaii. I thought it was like fucking Nescafe, dude. He was on that. It wasn't his company. That's Nestle. No, I just thought he was a spokesman. I didn't know it was his. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's that's them. Fucking George Clooney. There's nothing that man can do wrong. I mean, as far as I know, the guy got married at like 50 to a fucking babe. Yeah, he was just like, "Fuck it, I'm 50. Yeah, I'll just nah, marry I'll, like I'll one of the smartest, now. most beautiful people in the world." He's probably running a pedo ring and starting coronavirus. No, Who am I kidding? No, don't I'm kidding. do that. No, no. Just kidding, George. We want you. We want you. We want you. Please sponsor us. We, we want him. Casamigos. We love Casamigos. I'm going to hit you up later on Instagram. Yeah, you we'll better, DM you. You better answer me. We're going to slide into those DMs. Don't mind us. It's no rule, man, land. We'll slip slide into those Yeah, let DMs. your imagination run wild. Dr. Clooney. Dr. Clooney. Whatever his name was in ER. I don't even remember, but. You, I have no idea what you're talking about. You know, ER, that show, it's why he's as famous as he is. Is that why he was on Friends as a doctor with Val Kilmer in one episode? Well, yeah, probably. Was, was Val was like Kilmer the in one ER? Show in the entire nation. There was like 30 million views. Really? A week. Yeah, this is when cable was a thing before like internet took over everything. Dude. The 90s, bro, it's insane. Isn't it crazy? You know, I, I was actually thinking about this. Like, when we grew up, right, wh- what was the shows that everyone watched? Everyone watched Friends. Everyone watched Seinfeld. Everyone watched Everybody Loves Raymond. I was like Pete and Pete. Uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, yeah, of course. Dude. Everything Nickelodeon at the time, all that. Did I watch any of that shit? Fuck no. That did not deal. That did not go with my shit. Yeah. You can't talk about Friends without obviously losing all of your friends yeah that's true. <laughs> when i used to watch friends all the time i didn't give a fuck did you i know like i mean i don't dude remember i that being play a thing. friends i play french trivia for fun just to show people how much i know well, to I the know. point where like Listen. i do french trivia and people think that i'm cheating and i'm just like no motherfucker i've watched every episode at least a hundred times the problem is with you is like it's not something like you know normally people fall asleep to something that they want to watch or whatever You've been falling asleep to Friends since Netflix put it on Netflix. Right. Now that's a lot of time for that information yeah. to be just ingrained into your head. Yeah, that's it, dude. I can literally just, close my eyes and just like tell you lines from that fucking show. What's your favorite line from that show? Oh, uh, what's my favorite line from that show? What's a line that Joey says that gets you every time? Oh my god. Uh so there's this one episode where they're all doing New Year's resolutions. Which, by the way, hands down, best episode of Friends is when they all do New Year's <laughs> resolutions and Ross decides to do a new thing every day because he um, is a he, weird he, little. Yeah. And he had a bunch of divorces. Doctor. Which, what, so, is he, what does he do? He's like a he's Jurassic a paleonto- Park doctor. He's a pa- yeah. paleontologist. Um, 
He's also like the more I watch it as I get older, he's the fucking worst out of that entire group. I fucking hate him. Whiny dude. He's such a bitch, man. Like, shut the fuck up. No, you can't work because I love you and I want you to be home. Like, dude, fuck off. My wife is a lesbian. Yeah, obviously. Look how horrible you are. Look at you, man. You probably can't find the clip with a fucking navigator. Well, now he's got GPS. Look at the Google. Yeah. Google Clit of Tron. You just download the the Clit app and it comes right up. Imagine if they had that where it's like, hang on, please. I have to take a photo first. Let me get through this consent photo. And where's the clit again? I want to, I want to get under the blankets. No, no, no. Don't pull them down. Don't look at me. I don't want you. And all of a sudden you see the flash coming in through the blanket. Uh, did you just take a picture of me? No, 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 no. I swear. I swear. It's just my phone went off. And then it's like in three, in three meters, make a left. (laughs) (laughs) In three millimeters. Use your tongue upwards and then like, go in rhythmic rotations. No, 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 no. Don't listen to her. Don't listen to her. Um, <laughs> no, but favorite favorite episode is the New Year's resolutions and Ross decides to wear leather pants on a date. And Strong move, Ross. Right, right. It's a, it's a first date too. But by the way, this is 1999. So like, okay, fine, whatever. And um, he's so hot that he has to go to the bathroom to cool his legs down because his legs are sweating so much. And his legs are so sweaty that he can't pull his pants back up. Right, so he takes baby powder. He starts like throwing around, and he freaks out. So he calls Joey. And I'm like sweating, thinking about yeah. wearing leather pants in that right, situation. Dude, like right I had now. to take my sweater off just now. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he's like, Joe, um, I can't get the pants back on. And he's like, Oh, find find some lotion. Is you got any lotion around there? And he's like, Yeah, I got lotion. He starts putting lotion all over his legs, and then he's like, um, He's like, It's still not coming on, man. He's like, uh, What what color? What color is the um, is the the paste and he's like it's white he's like oh i was gonna say because if it's black you can just mix it make some paste and then you got some black black paste pants oh my god (laughs) and then he's like no it's not helping what do i do and he's just like uh i gotta go (laughs) just (laughs) Just leaves him there that's so awesome leaves him there and then he's in the bathroom for like another like 30 minutes or whatever paste pants yeah he's like you can make some black paste pants and you're good to go but it didn't work out that way. That's my favorite friends. But anyway, going back to the original thing, like sitcoms aren't really a thing anymore. Like situational comedy is dead, dude. They they have like the corniest ones that right, like I make it through the opening scene and oh I realize God, I that this. it's like I forget what show it was on Netflix that they were playing, and I and it like. A boyfriend and girlfriend were waiting at an airport, and the minute the like fake audience laughter came in, <laughs> yeah, that stuff. The minute that came in, I was out. I was like, yeah, I dude. can't even handle this oh, anymore. Like your jokes are corny. Fuller House. Well, it, that was one of them. Fuller House was one <laughs> of them. The Ranch with Ashley Then Kutcher. the Ranch was one, and then there's one with I want to say like Dennis Quaid or something like that. Um, yeah, dude, you don't even hear laugh tracks anymore. Oh my god! Or even it was crowd like reactions. Painful. It was so painful. They sucked all the fun out of it right away. Like, I don't want to laugh at your maybe jokes. I want to laugh when I want to laugh. You don't tell right, me when to laugh. Right. Don't tell me when. Don't dictate the laughs yeah, for me. Because this isn't funny. Like, you know, like at least when it was like done in front of a live audience before or something like that, it was like you would hear like a. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, exactly. Like, like, all right, that was like pretty shit but at least like now they just dump it down your throat like right, this right, is right, funny right, right. this is funny yeah. and forget about it you're never gonna hear that again for the next fucking no, year because no one's gonna be obviously there's no live shoes shows going on right now 
True. So everything is going to be fake laughter. Could you imagine that that must have been like, that must have been really interesting because like they would shoot. Cause I remember like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, they used to do a lot of live episodes. They used to do a lot. There was at least yeah. one episode a season that they did live. And I can't imagine, like, imagine how funny bloopers must be in front of a live audience. Oh, it'd be the best. Where you fuck up your lines and you're like, oh, you, you gotta, gotta go, go back. back. Yeah. You go jump right into the crowd and go, like, be interacting with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. You get the live in the scene up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun. No, that'll never happen again. I mean, not yet. Not right now. No, I just don't, I don't think sitcoms are, because, dude, remember, like, Ray Romano, he was a stand-up comedian. He was funny. They made a show about him. Same thing with Seinfeld. Actually, Seinfeld is really Larry David. Yeah, it's Larry David, but it's it's Jerry Seinfeld's actually a comedian in the show, which is cool. Yeah, right. That Larry David's fun. George. Right, exactly. Um, and technically, Larry David is George Steinbrenner. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you want to do a live show about anything, fucking do Curb Your Enthusiasm live. Let me see Larry and JB Smooth going back and forth in a Dude, room JB together, Smooth. screaming at each other, and I will be the happiest fucking person in the entire world. Like, I want Larry to pick up the wrong fast food order for JB and just have them yell at each other about what was right and wrong <laughs> about that order for some reason. And then just for some reason, they they figure it out right away. Yeah. But it's all yelling. Yeah. I love that about them. JB Smoove is one of the funniest fucking comedians I've ever, I've seen him live, dude. I've seen him live and bro, when I tell you that for eight consecutive minutes, I could not stop laughing. Like I tried to, I was like, oh, oh, trying to catch my breath. And then he would just be like, you know, and I would just start laughing again, dude. He's, he's one of those people that no matter what he says, he can give you the news, like the way that like Fox and CNN gives you the news where it's just like fucking morbid news yes i would still laugh because that motherfucker has me dying dude he's funny as he's shit, dude. funny as fuck man he's so funny i can't take it i have a lot of respect for those guys man doing stand-ups a complete crapshoot well yeah we've already established the fact that i would uh not do that i can't handle it i always think about doing it because public speaking doesn't really freak me out what freaks me out is not being funny Failure. Yeah, yeah, the failure of it really fucks with me. Failure. <laughs> Dude, that music freaks me the fuck out, man. <laughs> that, that music freaks me the fuck out. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm behind the camera, man. Fuck that shit. Hell yeah, dude. I'll be playing that world forever. I've always thought about it. I always, I remember when we were in Brooklyn. Um, there you want to start acting? You want to start getting in front of shit? Dude, I would love to start acting. Let's as long it. as it's funny stuff, I'll act. Oh, let's get serious. Do we remember, can do serious we too. used you at our. In our senior thesis, you were a serious little killer in that. Yeah, man. And That's yeah. true. Yeah, I mean, that was great. just that was just easy. Well, yeah, that was what a crapshoot that was. That was a whole shit show of a mess. It's like, hey, uh, okay, so let's make a movie about a shit show, and magically this won't be a shit show. It was a shit show. That would be funny, dude. Making a movie about people making a movie and it's just a bunch of idiots trying to make a movie. Have they done that? Yeah. There's uh What? Well, watch the movie, uh, the James Franco version of The Room. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Is yeah. that what that is, basically? Well, kind of. It's like The Room is like the worst movie ever made Can in you Hollywood. explain to me what the fuck The Room is? No. Because I have no... I've never heard of it's the movie. It's a love story. I've never watched the movie. I have no idea what it is, but it's apparently just... James Franco made a movie about the guy that made the movie. Tommy Wiseau. Yeah. Yeah, Tommy Wiseau is like a dude who had endless pockets who wanted to be an actor... And he 
shot this movie in not just like film, but like three different camera formats because he just didn't know what the fuck was going on. He would put on muscle suits, create the weirdest sex scenes, the worst line delivery, and it was like so bad in every way in cinematic like law that it was something you had to watch because it didn't make any sense. And then it was so bad it became like a cult film that everyone like ended up loving for how bad it was. And like it's something you study, like people in college will like write like full term papers on this shit. About how bad it is. How bad it is, but like also like what is this about? Like how do you do this? Like in creating movies like that and why is this wrong? What is wrong about this entrance? How come that doesn't work? Like, you know, you could watch it and you could glance over it and be like, wow, this is just a painful, bad soap opera. But it's like, if you start dissecting it as to why it's bad, then you're like, holy shit, this guy didn't even understand what it meant to make a movie. He just had enough money in his pockets to make anything he wanted. So his script got made. He's the lead in it. He's the director in it. He's this. So it's dude. like if I wanted to make a movie right now, yeah, or, or like my cousin who wanted to make a movie. Oh, that was the best. <laughs> that was awesome. So yeah, so Franco got because you know being in the industry, like you, you everyone knows about the room. Oh, okay. So because it's just like the like literally the shittiest movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> so when Franco did it, it was fucking hysterical because you're watching him like. Make it make, well. Make no, make it exactly the same way. But now you're behind the scenes with Seth Rogen as like the assistant director or director. I forget what his was. But you got to watch him come up these stairs like 270 times. So like, you know, like that's everyone's time and money and right, this right, right, right. and that. And they're all just like, this movie is never gonna work. How the fuck is this going on? Like, what are we wasting our time for? But all checks cleared. Everything was working. So like, fuck it. Like these guys were still just working creating it for. But yeah, you watch the Franco one. Just watch that one. Yeah, we'll get I think I'm gonna. Well, because I I know that like when that movie came out, because didn't Franco win an Oscar for that movie? No or, fucking way. I, I think he was nominated for something for that movie. I'm gonna look that. Up Let's right look that now. up. Yeah, look That's that up right crazy. now. I, I I'm pretty sure I saw him either nominated or he won an award for that movie. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I'm pretty sure he won something because I remember seeing him be nominated for that movie and it might not have been an oscar it might have been like a golden globe or whatever the fuck else people get awards for oh alert i'm looking up all these movies all right that yeah. shit came out in 2003 the no room. It, oh the room the original room. yeah 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 sounds about right 3.7 on imdb that, that, that makes sense but the one that james franco made came out like two three years ago right the disaster artist that's what it was called yeah 7.4 on IMDb. Oh, see? So that movie did better. Made $30 million. Yeah, it did way better. It made $30 million versus three. Well, let me find out what that made. The room. Was it net profit? Yeah, Gross? just look up just look up total sales. And that'll, that'll give us some. Because normally uh, total ticket revenue will give you everything that's included, inclusive of DVD sales, uh, merchandise, everything like that. Total revenue. The room grossed in total, question mark. According to James Franco, Tommy makes half a billion to a million dollars a year off the room 
to this day. Half a million to a million dollars to this day. Yeah. Wow. Given that it was about 15 years since it was released, it has been it has made anywhere between 7.5 million and 15 million dollars. 15, one five. One five. Wow. This dude made dude. the worst movie and made a shitload of money. Jesus Christ, dude. Are wow. you kidding me? Do you think colleges have to pay him to play the movie in their classes? No. It's a movie. You just fucking open the DVD player and play it. Oh, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah that makes you, more sense. What are you just going to tell people? You Dude, I don't fucking know. I'm just asking questions yeah, here. I have no. no idea how the film industry works. I always wished one day that like I would go into a bodega or a deli and like cause a scene. And then like someone would pick me up for like a movie. You're like, like hey. oh, that's the guy we were looking for. We need a bad Serbian fucking murderer in this <laughs> Yugoslavian First film. First off, motherfucker, create. I'm not Serbian. Well, we know, but... It's got to be it. Yeah, come yeah, on. I got you. Come on now. Hey, listen, we need a Golden badass. Golden Globe Award winner in 2018. That's what it was. Golden James Globe. Franco. Critics' Choice Award, Best Actor, James Franco. Gotham Independent Film Award, Best Actor, James Franco. Best I knew he won an award play. for it. Some random shit. I knew he won an award for it. I just don't remember what it was. Yeah, he did well. Well, I mean, look, there you go. If you make a good movie about a shitty movie, you win. Oh, those guys win. Those guys have the dream job. You Dude, just get to hang out with your Seth, fucking friends. Seth and Rogen and James Franco are the best, man. Can you, don't forget about Jonah Hill. I was watching the roast of James Franco the other day again. Oh, my God. Shit is pure fucking gold. Dude, I honestly walked out of that roast thinking that he was gay. Because they have <laughs> so many gay jokes about him. And then I, I had to like ask a bunch of people. I was like, Dude, is James Franco gay? Because he's fucking a stud. And I'm sure he pulls tail. Like, he's got to pull tail. He's James Franco. Yeah. I mean, and then it's like, no, the whole point of those jokes is that he's so good looking that he could be gay and everyone would believe him. And I was just like, oh, he's probably gay. <laughs> I mean, even if he is, not surprised. And it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, I don't care. Fucking be a twink all you want, James. I'd he's like, uh, yeah, dude, I'd fuck you seven times. I'd fuck you till you love me. You'd be gay. He wouldn't fuck me because I'm too ugly. <laughs> you never know what he's into. That's true, man. He might enjoy that. Hey, Him James. And his little gummy mouth. Just hey. enjoying your his big old smile. James, if you're Maybe looking for Dave a bear. Maybe see Dave in the corner. Yeah. You're looking for a bear. <laughs> Hit me up, baby. I just imagine like anywhere James is, Dave is like, like popping over a window. Just like doing the same equal face. Like, <laughs> Dude, he's fucking hysterical too, but he'll never be as funny as James. Oh, he cracks me up. Dude, Dave is so fucking fun. What was that movie that was it? Twink? Neighbors. Uh, was that what? No. Neighbors. Yeah, with Seth oh, Rogen, that's right, that's and he right, ran like right, the frat right. house. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, he actually, right. I think he is gay in that. No. He's Zac Efron's best friend, and Dave ends up being gay with his frat bro. Oh, is that? Is yeah. that? I don't remember that movie. I was yeah. really high when I watched that movie. I mean, every Dude, time what I was watch that? that movie, I'm high. It's so fucking dumb and awesome. James Franco and Seth Rogen. The the. The first time they came onto the scene was with Freaks and Geeks, right? Yeah. With like Heath Ledger and, and Jason Siegel and all those guys, right? The whole shebang. Freaks and, and then the first movie that really set them off was super bad, right? I mean, that's what made it for all of us as far as I'm concerned. 2007. Right? That, dude, that movie was 2008. Fucking... We were freshmen in college, just finished our senior year, and it was like, the best thing that I'd ever fucking seen in my entire you, life. You know it's a good movie when multiple people try to rip that idea out. Remember like Project X? 
that was a perfect example of like yeah. a, uh there was another it's movie like the hangover was not too far off no that's so different sorry that was the wrong. hangover was fucking great the hangover too. came out and i was like this shit is pure gold that came out like two years later was it two years later something like that i remember it came out and then we went on a uh, a road trip and we were like oh, that's fuck right. it let's that's just go to vegas that road trip yeah. yeah like who gives a shit let's just go nuts yeah, dude. Because the Hangover, like the Hangover was story fucking nothing. phenomenal. And I mean, they made two and three, and honestly, they could have done fucking another eight of them. I'd I would have watched them all. I would have watched them. I'd rather them do eight Hangovers than fucking eight Fast and the Furiouses. Jesus Christ! Are you sure? Because cars don't, keep upgrading. Don't even fucking start. I just watched Did The you Rock know? hold a helicopter while he was also holding all of his Samoan brothers on a train. Listen, With the Rock can do whatever the fuck he wants, dude. If the oh, he earth, does. If it's the very earth was split, if the Earth was cracking right down the middle, I would one hundred percent expect the Rock to grab each side and fucking pull it back together. I guarantee you, he think he could. I guarantee you, he could. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you, he could, dude. That dude is a fucking savage. Full confidence. Full confidence. One hundred percent. That is a human. That is a human unit. Hundred thousand dollars you putting that bet down? Absolutely. I'm gonna give it to the earth. He's gonna die. No way, no way. He's gonna get no it shot. ripped in half and that's the end of the rock. Did I'll you, know what's cooking. The rock in magma. Did you know that um this is actually a fun fact. Did you know that Vin Diesel actually bought the rights to Fast and the Furious after like I think the fourth movie? Wait, what? Yeah. That's, so that can't be real. He no, no, owns no. all that. So he owns the rights to Fast and the Furious. What movie company would give a human being that much rights? I don't know. So remember, the, the, okay, so there was Fast and the Furious, the first Fast and the Furious, then there's two Fast, two Furious, then there was Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift, and then there was another one. But after that, after f- Tokyo, they kind of gave up on the franchise, right. right? Okay, so then that's where it was when they kind of gave up. Wherever there was that long pause, right? Wherever that long pause was, um, Vin Diesel came in. And bought the rights to Fast and the Furious. And then just started making more of them. No. Yeah. He, hang on. Let me look this up just, just to confirm. Yeah, this has to but be confirmed. Uh, because I'm, I'm, now you got um, Jason Statham and fucking The Rock holding it together. Vin Diesel's not even in the freaking movie. Yeah, what was that? What's that movie that they came up with? Um, Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw, yeah. And that's a fucking phenomenal movie. I watched it. I was like, there's nothing more out of control than this. Like, this isn't even... like. Sure, scripts, whatever. Let's talk about the fact that they got helicopters doing full 360s with cars that are shooting, like, rockets out of them. Like, this is the coolest shit I've seen. This is what movies are about. It's about, like, special effects and insane shit and just getting the point across that these guys don't give a fuck. They're going to win the war any way they can. Hang on. And I don't even know what the war is, but they're, like, they're fighting over something, dude. Yeah, like, like one, one, what was it, the one, Charlize Theron thing was about having like a satellite that could take over all satellites, and now you could see everyone's location and I guess fuck shit okay, up. Okay, so but then here you we get go. Charlize, so that was nice. So uh, the studio, so the studio being Universal Pictures, the studio turned to Vin Diesel to help reboot the franchise, starting with the fourth movie. Okay, so it was right between um, Tokyo Drift and the fourth. Oh, movie. he received the Diesel rights to received- Riddick. Oh, he received the rights to the Riddick franchise. Diesel received a lot of creative control over Fast sequels, which saw the films go from racing movies to heist films centering around family. So that's when they gave so they gave him full creative control. Very cool. But I mean, even the Riddick franchise, that's kind of big. That's how, his how own many thing. movies is that? I think Riddick is three. Really? Yeah. No shit. Yeah. The untitled nine Fast and the Furious movies up next year while fans are gearing to see more Dom Letty, Roman, and the rest of the Fast family. Uh, bah, bah, bah. Give me Luda. 
Dude, you know what the funniest thing in the world is? There's um the outtakes with Luda and what is it, Tyrese? No, dude, the outtakes with the Rock and Tyrese. Oh, that's it. Where where like he says something. So apparently there's a scene where like uh the Rock is coming over for a barbecue and Tyrese is um Tyrese says something that's like, Oh, hide all the, the eggs or something. And then he's like, You better hide your big ass forehead. <laughs> <laughs> and and apparently that was all improvised. And Tyrese's reaction is actually raw. He's like floored. No, he's his face is like, wow, dude, that's fucked up. Because like people actually make fun of Tyrese's forehead all the time. Hang on, let me let me find that. Uh exchange improv. I love how I'm like typing up what it was. That's not us peeing. That's us making more Red Bull tequila drinks. Just an FYI. Gotta work on getting a bartender over here ASAP. Was I the black cup or the blue cup? I was the black cup. Thank you, sir. This is it. Fast and the Furious 6. Oh, my God. <laughs> so that entire Ludacris reaction Ludacris spitting Tyrese's reaction His face right there What is like Whole jaw drops Yeah like, when his whole jaw That apparently was not on the script <laughs> He looks He's so, so defeated upset. He's like dude That's the one weakness I got Rock <laughs> He's got a big ass Fucking forehead Why are you throwing shade at me Rock He's like yeah, Just whatever yeah, look at apparently that, baby that was uh, apparently that was all improvised. Well, you know, I was watching. Um, better hide your baby oil. <laughs> better have that big ass forehead. <laughs> the um, that um, wrestling movie where the family is a bunch of wrestlers. What wrestling movie? Um, Who's in it? Um, the dude who does all the like Shaun of the Dead stuff. The the fat guy from that. Okay. And well, The Rock. He's in it for a second, and then uh. I don't know. A bunch of other. It's like wrestling family movie. I gotta look at it. Wrestling family movie. If I search that right now, yeah, will that wrestling give family us something? movie. It'll come right up. But regardless, The Rock just lets him know that like you have got to be ready to shit talk at any moment. And that's like one of the training things for WrestleMania is like when you get that microphone and someone starts talking shit to you and you got to be ready to like let the other person have it before you get in there and just start beating the shit out of each other. Wrestling family movie. Fighting, Fighting with, with my, my family. family. Is this it? Yep. That's it's a it. sport comedy. Let's go to IMD 7.1 stars on IMDb. You probably have a fun time with it. The Rock just lets him have it, dude. Oh, The Rock is he's one of the main characters. Well, it's the fucking Rock and it's WrestleMania. It's all about being in the WWE. Oh, okay. Like so the whole thing. I thought you said he was in there for a second. Yeah, I guess. He's a little he might longer. Have been there for yeah, longer. it's Vince Vaughn too, so you'll you'll definitely like that. I love Vince Vaughn, dude. Good old Vinny boy. Vince Vaughn's like one of my favorite people in the world. Yeah, he, he's, he's awesome. Dude, that guy is so fucking hysterical. Okay, so, 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 oh, yeah. Dude, the ads that you see on fucking websites now is ridiculous. And I sometimes catch myself like actually clicking on them because I'm like, fuck. I can't click shit anymore because it's like, yeah, you're figuring me out. The real reason why Hollywood stopped casting Allison Hannigan? Yeah, I want to know that. 
True. She just kind of fell off the face of the earth. Well, I want to know why, but am I going to click that fucking ad? No. Yeah, because you're going to have to read like 14 other articles before you finally find right. that one. Yeah, I'm not doing that to myself. That's mad fucking annoying. Yeah. Learn that from Snapchat stories. I was like, well, I'm done with that. Yeah. I just wanted to know the one answer. Now I have to, do, like, Snapchat is dead to me. That's exactly it. Like, I'm just, I'm just sick of it. Like, if you said, why is the headline show me that? And then you don't give me anything. So fucking dumb. Wait. What? What did you just say? Don't even worry about it. I'm just sitting here watching dogs eat food. Like They're just being so loud. I really wish we weren't feeding them right now. This entire podcast is ruined and we're an hour in. It's okay. I think we're doing just fine. Ah, that's fine. Um, I mean, at least we're not working real jobs right now like she is. That's a very good point. We could be working real jobs right now. And just a little, a little puppy collar clanking around in her little aluminum tray ain't no. Listen, if, it, if if this is that much of a, a concern to you guys, and you guys really find it super annoying, and you don't want to hear it anymore, just let us know, and we'll shoot the dog. <laughs> <laughs> no rule, manland, no bitches. No manland. It's like there's the pile of skulls. They're just puppy skulls in the diaphragm. No. These dogs. If I show you guys a picture of this dog, you'd be like, let her be a host on the show. No one cares about us. No one cares about us. Everyone only cares about puppies anyways. We should just, you know what we should make it? Just Chance and Lumi. We should just make it the two dogs just talking to each other. Put Put the headsets on them. I'll put Hugo's face in it too, just for the fun of it. Dude, we should do that. We should just put all four of them, put headsets on them. Well, Horton's back home. He's gone? Yeah, he went back home to Mama. Oh, that's a shame. I know. I almost cried. I didn't realize how much I loved him until he was gone. I mean, dude, I'm going to be honest with you. I really want to click on this ad that says the real reason why Hollywood stopped casting Allison Hannigan. I think now's the time. Let the All people right, know fuck why. It. Let's click it. Look oh, at this. my God. What a what plethora of useless shit that just comes okay. up. For a while, it seemed like Allison Hannigan was everywhere. For many people, she will always be the infamous this that one time at Band Camp Girl, which is 100%. true. 100%. It's the only thing I see her as. Movies were never her strong suit. Yeah, no shit. She's fucking terrible at them. Her public image has completely changed. Like many of her Buffy and American Pie castmates, Hannigan was packaged as something of a sex symbol during the initial rise to fame. But while she gamely posed for a handful of cheesecake photo spreads, what does that mean, cheesecake? Like she was eating cheesecake, or is I that like, just like soft, soft porn? I think just corny shit. That really was an aspect of her personality she ever appeared all that enthusiastic about in the public. She hasn't showed off much of her range, obviously. She spoke out against the How I Met Your Mother series finale. Yeah, she wasn't happy with the way it ended. I remember watching that. I don't remember how it ended. I was like, well... I don't care anymore because dude, the way it ended is that the end season one. And now I got like, like, here's the thing. The entire show, it's like Ted and Robin are going to end up together because they're going to end up together. And that's who the mother is. So just like, tell us at the beginning and no, it's not. They're talking. Is it the baker? He's no, he, Oh, it's the lady with the yellow umbrella or the red umbrella, whatever it is. I don't fucking know who that is. He's, he's talking to his kids on the day of their mother's funeral, talking to them, about how he met their mother, right? And that's what the whole show is about. All and then you find seasons. out you find out at the end this is the person that is your mother, but she's dead and I'm asking you for permission to go back with Robin, who you've been fucking chasing around for eight fucking seasons. It's like that's the stupidest ending I've ever fucking seen in my life, dude. Oh. I'm so glad I didn't. Just just leave your first wife time. at the at the altar and go with Robin. That would be so much more drama. It would be so much fun. Robin's hot. Robin's hot. Robin's no ass, hot. but she's hot. Whatever. She's and got her she's little Canadian in the swag. Avengers. Yes. 
She's in the Avengers. As man. like the girl who what she's like tells people to push buttons after her boss tells her to push buttons. Yeah, she's like they're like oh launch this and she's like hey launch this, fucking bossy ass bitch. Yum. It's not a huge sign of foreboding when a TV pilot that an actor works on doesn't get picked up. Yeah, no shit, dude. How many people start shooting pilots? Oh my god, just get to the answer. I don't know. I think these are just like different reasons. She's too old. She's too old and too young at the same time. What the fuck does that mean? One of the She's unfortunate like truths about Hollywood is that it primarily casts actors by archetype. Okay. Age can determine if an actor plays the hapless young victim, the plucky young hero, the grizzled, men- the grizzled mentor, and so on. As of 2017, Alison Hannigan is 43 years old, which puts her at kind of an intermediate age. She's no longer young enough to be the teen sidekick, but once was with Buffy. Or to be the newlywed yuppie she popularized in How I Met Your Mother, but she isn't really old enough to play a mentor to younger castmates, which ultimately makes her very hard to put into a movie. Similarly, Maggie Gyllenhaal, don't fucking bring Maggie into this, reported at 37 years old that she was turned down for a role because she was considered too old to be the love interest for a male protagonist, a man who's 55. 55, Mike? 55? Can you believe that? Well, Hannigan has all has to navigate the weird matrix of sexism, ageism, and fan expectations. Yeah, no shit. You're a fucking actress. I don't I don't even understand. Like, Just say that she's not a good actress and no one wants to see her. That's better. No, you could have saved this entire fucking... This is what they're saying. That's what they're saying. But I, I No, I'm not saying that they're wrong. I'm not saying that they're right either. But right. you have a fucking... She has to take a vacation and be like Jesus a mom now. Jesus Christ, dude. Is that her husband? Probably fucking handsome. She's been a supportive spouse. Oh, fuck her for being a supportive spouse, right? Right. Well, I mean, you're collecting royalties when it comes down to how I met your mother, so you don't have yeah, to worry about don't working. Don't make that a reason why she's not in Hollywood anymore. Well, she's still in Hollywood. She's probably got her kids sitting there with fucking Will Smith's kids at for this goddamn point. Like, who That's are we kidding? Point. That's a good point. But, like, you know, if you're working all that time and you're like that early 2000s, late 90s, you know, I... You know, there's one time in band camp, stuck a food in my pussy. Yo, it's like, the <laughs> first time I ever heard that, I was like, do girls really do that? Because <laughs> then I was like sitting in music, I was sitting in music class with my recorder and they're like right before I. My fu- recorder? What are you in third grade at the time? Dude, I didn't play this? fucking inch. Well, yeah, dude. And I'm no. sitting there and I'm like looking at it and I was just Actually, like, yeah. do I put this in my mouth right now? I was like, I don't like that girl over there. What if she had it last? What if this sweaty girl's been like sitting on this? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, what a weird time, dude. Yeah, I don't know. She did her job. She did good. She, I mean, anyone who makes it on a big series and a big movie, they get all my respect. That's Listen, the hardest fucking job in the world, just trying to be an actor. Where it's just right place, right time. Dude, it's so hard, man. And you like, never know what's gonna get picked up. You never know. What's you have gonna no work. fucking clue. Everything goes to shit. It's like, Every hey, time. do you want to shoot this pilot with us? We're, we're, oh, no. Do you want to shoot the show with us? It's called How I Met Your Mother. It's a working title, but like, we want you to play the girl that dates the giant and then ends up getting married to him. It's like, okay, how much are you going to pay me? We'll, we'll give you $5. But if it gets picked up, you'll get so much more money. Yeah, but and she then, was fucking famous at the time. She'd already done American was she Pie. Though? Yeah, she'd yeah, already done American Pie. She's the, got Yeah, I guess she's you're right. got it. She's got an agent. She, to be anywhere like that, you're already represented. So it's not even you cutting deals with them. Your agent's going to be cutting some sick deals. That's what I have. It, it has to be your agent. Like, why yeah. is Rob Patterson, Patterson, whatever the fuck his name is. The new Batman? How is he the new Batman? 
Because he did Twilight. But, dude, that does not make you Batman. You being a gay vampire does not make you Batman. I'll never get past the fact that fucking Jeep sponsored Batman and the DC shit. Like, not the Christopher Nolan one, the Zack Snyder ones, where it was like Ben Affleck versus Superman. Superman, yeah. Did you ever watch that movie? Dude, horrible. Is it? I've never never watched it. But when in the fuck did a billionaire ever drive a Jeep Compass? That's all I want to know. Never. If you're going to go through a fucking falling New York City, you got your own Hummer, you got your Batmobile, you got all this dope shit. And the minute the opening scene started with that as a Jeep commercial, I was already checked out. I was like, this is just all horse shit. Didn't Ben Affleck get into like a really bad place after Batman because everyone like shit on his life for being a shitty Batman? I heard he got into like a really bad like drinking problems and shit like that's why he's doing yeah. that basketball movie where he's like he's a recovering coach. alcoholic. Yeah. You guys gotta play for me and I'm gonna coach for you. Whatever dude. He fucking directs the shit out of movies he's, now. So that's whatever. what I'm saying dude. So then why don't you just he's stop fucking Argo. acting. Dude. He's got it. Well he's why got not the even? town dude. He's got the Fuck town. Argo. I love, I love Ar- the town. Argo but he's also amazing. got the new movie that he did on Netflix this year. What movie? Uh, One where he plays a uh, CIA agent. Against um, Anne Hathaway. What? Anne Hathaway and Ben Affleck are in a movie together on Netflix. Triple Frontier is the last movie that he made. Oh, well, maybe he's just an actor in this. Oh, the, la- Fr- the last thing he wanted. The last thing, a Netflix official site. This is the movie. It came it. out in 2020. A hard-hitting reporter becomes entangled in the story she's trying to break when she helps her ailing father broker an arms deal in Central America. Anne Hathaway, Ben Affleck, William Fucking Defoe. And that girl who's awesome. She was in White Man Can't Jump. Oh, yeah. She's also in um, Pineapple Express. What's her name? Um, Fuck, she's, she is fantastic. On. Dude, I White, was listening White to Man her. Can't Jump is a fucking great movie, dude. Yeah, but I was listening to her. Rosie Perez. Rosie that. fucking no. Perez. Yeah, it's yeah, because it's Gloria. I was listening her to Gloria her talk movie. about... um. <laughs> It was the uh, psychedelics one on Netflix. That is she in that? She's in it, and she talks about this time she accidentally took like a bunch of spiked, like punch that was like spiked with a bunch of acid in the Lower East Side Club, and she was raging in like the let's say like nineties. So it was like all Puerto Ricans in there, and she's like Puerto Rican famous. She's doing her thing. Everyone's Latina, Latinas in there, having a good time. She's like, I was just dancing and just feeling myself and i kept going back for more punch and the bartender was like yeah man you sure you want this punch because it was a non-alcoholic club because everyone's about fitness and everything then i never once tripping fucking face yeah exactly well she didn't know like because she'd never done right, acid right, right. before and all of a sudden she was like i was just laying there just like right in the ocean of the floor because the wood was waves and <laughs> you know she's got that cute little accent that she does where she's like oh, i love yeah. her accent dude and um She's trying to be in Jeopardy Dude, in White Man Can't Jump. So, I'm trying to be in Jeopardy, Bobby. <laughs> Is Dude. it Bobby? I don't even know. But um, yeah, she talks about how her tits flew out in the middle of the thing. And she was just like, damn, I got nice ass tits. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, she was a babe. I mean, still she's a babe. still a babe. Yeah. But like back then, dude, I know. she was awesome. What's her, Is her name Bobby? Is his name I, Bobby? I think, I, yeah, I think his name is. Just look up cast. Billy. Billy, it's Billy. Damn it, I was close. Come I haven't on, seen that movie Billy, you wasted on, all Billy. of our money. Yeah. And then she goes on Jeopardy and fucking wins, and then they get kills money. it. Oh. Kills it. What a gem, dude. And that was a movie that was ahead of its time because it was 1992, and 
I mean, back then, like, you know, like a woman, like being the provider of the house was like a very like rare thing. It's not a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, you kidding me? Woody Harrelson, Wesley Snipes. Awesome. Yeah. But I just watched the, um, oh my God, there's this ridiculous movie with Wesley Snipes, um, um, Patrick Swayze, and it's not ridiculous. They're just straight up drag queens. And, um. Wesley's nice and Patrick Swayze. Wesley's, and then the uh, Hispanic actor, he is in everything. Uh, John Leguizamo. To Wong Fu, thanks for everything. Yup, and they are just full on drag queens throughout this entire thing, and they are look at them like oh, they are my god, not attractive drag queens, and they are fucking killing it the entire time. And they do a cross country road trip to go to Hollywood. They're New York drag queens. They go to uh, Webster Hall. They go rage a drag show and exactly I know it was like memory lane for me the minute the thing opens up I was like oh my god the amount of fun I've had in that place dude but like these two win he's just like a back alley like fucks just rich dudes and lets him bust in his butt or whatever no way yeah and then they go all the way back to, they go to Hollywood and create a show with like do something it's fucking wow. crazy it's awesome but it's great to see these actors just like you know you think of Wesley Snipes and you're like Blade dude Blade is the only thing I think about <laughs> Every when I time. think Wesley Snipes. What's the other movie? Um, White Man Can't Jump. Well, yeah, but the, like New Jack City. Oh, what? yeah. You know, like, and then like you What's get Patrick name? Swayze with like Roadhouse and being like Dirty Dancing, shows, such a shows stud. A lot of range. Then these guys just all play this fun, fun role of being drag queens. Robin Williams is in it. I'm and sure he, they like, had a he's fucking He's like a blast. restaurant owner in New York City. He's so fun. Oh, Ru- RuPaul is in this. Yeah. It's like, it's one of those movies that's like ahead of its time. Yeah. And you've got like 1995? Right. And they're like fun. And it's like super dragged out. Well, I'm going to check this movie out, dude. This it's looks ridiculous this looks in all the right ways. IMDb gives it a 6.6. Well, IMDb can suck a fucking dick. That's what I a say. A drag queen dick. 39% on Rotten Tomatoes. Get the fuck out of here. Dude, dude it's perfect. You know what's me. really annoying about- Get high, watch that movie, have fun. Just love it. You just know what's be, really just, annoying about dude. Rotten Tomatoes, dude? That really drives me crazy. There's very few movies that were made in the 1990s or earlier, other than like, you know, The Godfather, Casablanca, like all those movies that get high ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. It's like such a little fucking political game, dude. Well, like, the certain studios own those uh, rating companies too. So yeah, it's but like come on, Roger and Ebert. Dude, look, look, Rotten Tomatoes gives Casablanca a 99%. But if I go Jack by Robin Williams. 18. 18%. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? comparing these two. This is so amazing. This movie was fucking phenomenal. This movie changed my life as a child. What does Men in Black get? Oh, let's find out. Men in Black. I'm fucking exposing you, Ron Tomatoes. Men in Black. IMDb, 92. 92%. I mean, that's fair, dude. That was a great movie. You give that a 92 No, of course I don't give it a 92. I give it to Jack. <laughs> All right. Now, what's another Will Smith movie? You know what movie I loved when I was younger? This is going to make me sound like an absolute fucking pervert. But <laughs> was it? Is it Diane? What's her name? Diane Lane? I don't know. Diane Keaton. Diane Lane. Unfaithful. Diane. There it is. Dude, this movie, Unfaithful. Um, it, it, Diane Lane and Richard Gere. So, like, she 
Oliver Martinez, if I remember this correctly, Oliver Martinez is the uh, the guy that she's like walking around fucking. Yep, Paul Martel. He's like a French dude. That's an absolute stud. And he is. Yeah. Him, That's him, him, and Diane Lane start having an affair, and Richard Gere has like no idea. And then at the end, he finds out, and he fucking kills Oliver Martinez, and it's fucking amazing. The reason why I know about this movie is because they fuck in a bathroom stall, and that's probably the first time I discovered my own boner. <laughs> How many stalls since has it been? That oh my god, it? dude, it's over, man. Yeah. Like I thought about this movie for like fucking months afterwards. I was like, I-, I saw one titty, and I saw her moan in a bathroom. I was like, is that what sex is like? Because my dick huh? got hard. I didn't even know my dick can do that, but it did it immediately. <laughs> I will never forget this movie. This movie brought me into manhood. Hey man, like if you touch your dick for a long time, you kind of feel like you had to, you had a sneeze. Red racket, red racket. <laughs> yeah, this is a great movie. But anyway, um, man, really trailed off course. I don't even know what we were fucking talking about before. We're ta- all this. We, well, we started off with like Fast SpaceX, and the Furious, Fast and the Furious. Well, we, started we, we just went down a whole fucking road. The fun thing is actually the funny thing is, I, and I'm going to tell you this now. So because we don't really have a track that we keep, you're going to go to the bathroom. Yeah, but I'm going to listen. I'm going to listen from Yeah, that's distance. fine. I'm just going to talk to you guys about it then. Yeah. So uh, it's funny because now that we're like uploading the podcast and, and like submitting them into like all the podcast channels, um, one of the things that they ask you for is you have to give it a title and you have to give it a description. So because a lot of this is just like us talking about absolutely nothing, what I've been doing is I will upload the podcast and then literally just skip ahead because you can preview the podcast on the feed so i'll just like skip ahead i'll just click a random spot on the track and then whatever we're talking about at that moment in the track is what i label as the title and the description and i'm like i'm sure we're talking about another a bunch of other bullshit but this is the thing that i've taken away from it because that's what i feel like fucking putting as the title or maybe we just don't put titles and we just put no rule manland episode seven no rule manland episode eight but I'm sure that'll evolve as we go on. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if we'll get lazier. Sorry. Uh, Mike just said, as we get lazier. But no, not as we get lazier. Just, I don't think people give a shit about what the title of the podcast is. And I think that people will listen because, well, either people will or will not listen. But people will listen based on us talking, not necessarily what our content is. Dude, the first Men in Black only made $589 million. How the fuck is that only made? It came out in what, oh, 1997? That's half a billion is, dollars, is, dude. Oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah, this is box office only. That's incredible. That is incredible. Well, hang on. Look at what the budget was. Look at budget. Where budget for Men in Black. $90 million. Yeah, that's a pretty good return on investment, my man. Dude, let me no give you a No wonder you franchised that shit. I'm going to put bad boys on here right now. And oh, we're gonna fuck make... yeah, Michael Bay. What do you got? $141 million? That's it? Yup. How much did it cost to make? I don't I don't know. How did I... Just do budget. Just a bad boys budget. Yeah, bad boys. Did you watch the new one? 23. The budget was it's a $23 win. Million. That's, that's a, a win, dude. Dude, that's insane. You made a fucking $120 million. That's, that's a great day me, at the dude. office. Yeah. And the $23 million is not just production value. It's also like actors, salaries, and stuff. Everything. The yeah. whole fucking thing. That's how much it cost. Did you watch the new Bad Boys? No. Horrible. 
Is it? Oh, uh, I mean, listen, Come dude. On. Is it? Is it worse than Six Underground? No, no, no. Nothing's worse than Six Underground. Okay, cool. Because that movie sucked ass. No, that movie. Even was though terrible. I had a great time, like, I mean, well, you know, so listen, you thing. smoke a joint and you watch anything on this like level of like. We have so much money, nothing but time to waste, and big names. I'm going to have fun. No, of course. And, like, here's Whatever. The thing. Bad Boys was always an entertaining movie. It's just that I feel like... So, when you watch Bad Boys 1, there's a lot of things that are very unique to the movie that made it funny. When you watch Bad Boys 2, they kind of bring some of those things back, right? Like, mm-hmm. the, from now on, that's how you drive. Like, those kind of lines, they bring it back. Right. But then, and Martin the, Lawrence always needed to do something for his wife. Right, right, right. So, like in this movie, like they're obviously older. You can tell Martin Lawrence got older, right? Will Smith not so much because he's like I don't know, fucking what's that stuff called that Omar was talking? He's probably drinking Frazzle Drip. Yeah, he's Frazzle Drip. He's cutting off young people's faces and sucking blood with Hillary Clinton I and Anthony Weiner's. Apparently, movie. he is. Whatever. But um, I mean that guy's stud. So it's just that all those things that made the movie. The, the, the things that made the first and the second movie funny, they kind of like go back to it too quick. Like in the first 15 movie in, in the first 15 minutes, they do like the first like one, two, three. Like let's say there was three funny things. They do all three of them in so the like, first 15 minutes. If I watched the trailer, then I saw the funny things already. And then I watched the movie and it's essentially, like, oh, okay. it's still, that was it's good still stuff. a fun movie. It was always an exaggerated movie, right? Like it was from the beginning. It was supposed to be over the top. Yeah. Like you watch bad boys too, dude. There's no fucking Miami PD task force. That's walking around with automatic weapons, taking down a KKK drug bust. Like they're cruising through stealing cars from Dan Marino, checking out a Cadillac that and throwing cadavers at them. Phenomenal. And then they steal his fucking sister. And they're like, yo, DEA's got your back. We're all going to Cuba. And he's like, oh, I got my younger brother who's over there in Cuba. I'll just yeah, let him dude, know. That's not and they said like robots in there to ch- or iguanas in there to trip the track that, sensors. See, and but that's like, what I'm saying. The ending so of that fun. movie. The ending of that movie is so much fun. The ending of this movie was not as fun. Uh, that's my only thing. I mean, you you got it all. You just make it epic. Just go huge. Like you got you got so much to make these these movies yeah. epic. And Michael Bay uses that filter. I don't know what filter it is, but with like blue lights really pop and green lights really pop, but everything else is kind of dull. It's starting to get annoying. Oh, like he tries to make it look Miami with all the neons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you get your blues, your pinks, your greens. Yeah, it's just, I'm just like, dude, come on. Very poppy. I love I loved like- the first one. I think the first one was the best one. The second one was a very close second. The third one, I watched it just because I was a fan of Bad Boys. Yeah. I got to watch it just because of that. You got to watch it just because of that. Other than that, dude, it's like, come on. I put on Bad Boys 2 for Linda the other day, by the other day, like earlier in quarantine. And we were, I'd say an hour and a half into it and still had like about an hour to go. Like maybe they just finished the bodies flying out of the cars thing. Yeah. And like then they shoot out over like a pedestrian walkway in a main street. And she's like, dude, this movie is so fucking violent. And there's an hour left. I was like, oh, we're just getting started on the violence. Oh, you have no idea where this is going. Yeah. What was the bad <laughs> Fucking Boys Johnny Tapia. budget? So they went from $23 million in the first budget to $130 million in the second movie. But Yeah, but when was that made compared to the first one? So the budget was $130 million. It made $273 million. So Still in green. Yeah, but it didn't do... Oh, no, it did do it better. Yeah, don't forget about international too, the globally and everything else. But that's box office. Box office is inclusive of oh, this is just U.S. dollars, but it's the whole world. 
Is it? Okay, it's good. ticket sales. They just translated okay. it over to USD. What was the Bad Boys 3 budget? Bad Boys 3 budget was $90 million. Wow, so they took it down. And they made $419 million. You, you see, right there, that just Marketing. shows you. That just shows you. Marketing. They didn't go. They were like, we, we can make anything right now. We can we'll just have Will Smith with his fucking shirt off all day. Bring Martin Lawrence back. That's it. You know, it's funny you're saying, I don't know why Martin Lawrence looks so much older than Will Smith. A comedian. Yeah. Versus someone who goes from like rapping to acting full time. Yeah, Talk dude. about the difference in their, how their lives just change like that. Yeah, well, yeah, and like Will Smith was just like a show, right? Like you had Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and then that's how he got big, and then he decided don't forget to about make... Martin. Dude, Martin was it's still hand... on. It's on all the time. I, anytime it's on, man, I put that shit Always on. Always on MTV. It's so Gina, baby. <laughs> I love his outfits. I love his dude. attitude. He cracks me the fuck up. I just want Blue Streak back. Dude, I will watch Blue, Blue Streak. Streak I will watch week, that dude. any fucking day, dude. <laughs> if I scroll through the channels and Blue Streak is on, I stop. Happy day. I watch Happy Where, wherever day. we are in it. Even if it's the last 10 minutes of the movie and I know there's going to be a commercial break in between it. I'm going to be him. good. Dave Chappelle in that. Come on, Charlie. <laughs> dude. Oh, my God. That movie is fucking amazing. And that's so that's what I'm saying though. Like that was the thing back in the nineties where it's like you Early do 2000s, you, 90s, you, yeah. you do you do stand up comedy, you get funny, you get a bunch of TV. Because do you remember the movie The Black Knight with Martin Lawrence? Yes. Where he's like working at a Renaissance fair and he then he gets traveled back and he gets travels like, back do, in do, time. Does he go he goes back in time? He gets like Do the other guys go back in time no, with him? Then he gets eventually? donked in the head and then he goes back in time. And what happens is all the people that are the current like current time characters. They come back with him because it's in his conscious, like it's in his subconscious. Yeah, well, I just never forget the beat he creates to make the fucking place thump. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, because he's like the jester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that movie was great. Dude. It was fucking hysterical. Like I, I, I'm a big fan of these like corny ass comedies. Even Chris Rock. Chris Rock is another perfect example, dude. Remember that movie Down to Earth? Is that when he swapped with the with old, the old guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's he was a stand-up like comedian, yeah. and then he decides to do stand-up comedy as an old man still. Dude, like, all those movies back then were fucking phenomenal. But the way that they got, like, so they would do stand-up comedy, and then they would get these deals. Whereas, like, now I feel like a lot of stand-up comedians are making so much money as stand-up comedians that they're totally fine with just being stand-up comedians. It's a different beast. Like, now, I think before when you were watching comedy... You would watch at Comedy Central late night. It would start at 11 or 12 p.m. after yeah. the man show or something like that. And then you'd have like a Comedy Central special. And you were like, my God, where were these guys all this time? Like, yeah, yeah. this is incredible. But now that Netflix, Amazon, everyone else has HBO, they all catch on to this wave that people enjoy good comedy and will pay for yeah. it. And we're there to watch it. Dude, I love that Netflix started picking up on on comedy specials. You kidding? I thought that was I thought that was Huge. a smart move. Yeah, granted, do they do a lot of specials? Sure. Do I watch all of them? No. Absolutely not. But I watch a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Eliza Eliza Schlesinger. She's like this like white blonde chick from I don't know where. But dude, Morgan like decided to watch her one day and she had four specials on Netflix. We watched Did she do the one on the boat? Like she's like on a navy boat or something. No, 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 no. Maybe. Look her up. Hang on. But regardless, Eliza Schlesinger. Here she is. So yeah. Her yeah. 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 Yeah, dude. She's fucking 
hysterical. Oh, you liked her? Oh my God, dude. Watch. And you, you have to watch I saw them in order. Her. Watch them in order. Watch the first one first. Because then what I love about stand-up comedy is that you watch people evolve, right? Like right. Um, Anthony Maniscalco. Oh, Sebastian Maniscalco. He's yeah. He's like some like hardcore Italian from Brooklyn. He's just fucking New York, dude. Dude. You watch his first stand-up and you're like, it's funny. You watch the second one, you're like, okay, this is funny. You watch the third one, you're like, I can't fucking breathe right now. They fucking nail it. They yeah, got dude. big time, dude. Yeah, it's just practice, dude. Like I, I used execution to be, practice, I mean, obviously like, killing it. But like, dude, I mean, no matter what, Dave Chappelle will still go down in history as probably the top three greatest stand-up comedians to ever walk the planet. Whatever, dude. I just miss Eddie Murphy's nasty ass oh, up there on stage my so much. God. Dude, I just heard like the rawness. I've heard, I've seen that people are talking about that he might be making a comeback. Yeah. Yeah, he might be making because he did the SNL. He hosted SNL, so he's doing that. That's right. And apparently, he's trying to fuck around and get back on the scene. Which, if he does, holy it's on. shit, it's dude. fucking on. You're gonna get Eddie Murphy, fucking sixty years old, woke as fuck, right? All right, and like some other funny ones get just these guys just get me every time. It's like George Carlin mm. just hitting you with like simplicity, you know. It's, that was one of the things where you're just like stuck. I think jokes are great when people talk about like whatever's going on now and blah, yeah. blah, blah. But when people hate you with simplicity and the fact that you're just being like, fuck, I am part of like that problem or yeah. I am an idiot or something like that. And it is so fucking. It's amazing. It's done in a, in a right way, like in a comedic manner. But another one, Bill Burr. Dude. His anger oh, through the roof. My God. So Bill Burr is probably one of the funniest people I've ever seen. For me, he's one of the funniest people. I decided to put, what is it called? Tiger? Tiger King? Tiger King. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. Bill Burr's, Bill Burr's stand-up show is called Tiger. Oh, the one where he goes to England? Yeah, what's and it called? And he was just like, like, I'm totally losing all of my fans Tiger, on this one. Tiger Snatch or something like that? <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh. Dude. Bill Burr. Just put Tiger. Tiger. What do we got here? What's it called? Paper Tiger. Paper Tiger. I love that, bro. I love I that. put that on. I put that on because Morgan and Morgan and I got onto like a stand-up comedy kick where we would watch like at least one stand-up show every night, and I put that one on because I was like, Morgan, you need to fucking listen to Bill Burr. He's fucking hysterical. He's right on the shit Dude, right now. The first fifteen. I love my minutes. dog. I love my dog. <laughs> The first 15 minutes of it, he's attacking women. And Morgan, I just see her. Like, you can just see the blood. Is she pulsing? Like, oh, my God. Exactly dude. the you've vein got, you need to touch no, for the pulse. You've got veins coming out of her forehead. And she's like, I just don't think this is fucking funny. And I'm like, of course you don't. He's making fun of you. But <laughs> wait. By. Just stand Just wait. By. He's not going to talk about women for a whole fucking hour. He's going to get on to some other shit. 15 minutes later, dude, she is pissing her pants laughing for the last 45 minutes. And I was like, I told you, you just had to chill for a second. But If you're not ready for Bill Burr and you never heard him before, he's going to come off like a... He's going to come off like an asshole, yeah, dude. But that, he doesn't give a fuck, dude. He That's doesn't why I care. Like That's why I, I like it's him. It's comedy. That's why I like every, every one of these guys, every one of these ladies. Like, It's the whole point of it just being like, all right, there's got to be like a separation from the shit giving. If we're going to be doing a comedy thing, like... 
I got to see what works and what doesn't work. So now we're going to push I have to on. push buttons. Let's push some buttons. Yeah. Because that's how it's done. Like either people like it or they don't like it or it's the not right time or it's the right time. And it's I love the fact that these guys and ladies they just go for it. They that let them so, have it. I mean, dude, they they always say like um anytime that there's been like a cultural revolution, like anytime that there's been like something like that, they always say the comedians are the first ones to get killed because they're the ones that are represent Here's the thing. You can watch you can watch a stand-up comedy special. Like you can watch a Richard Pryor stand-up comedy special from the 1970s. Oh my god. And you'll so know fantastic. you'll know exactly what was going on during that time. Like you'll know exact same thing with like the Dave Chappelle ones that came out on Netflix, the three or four of them that came out on Netflix in 30 years. Did they come out like two years ago that they came so out with the he, Netflix deal? He came out yeah. with one and then he came out with two after that. Right. Because then he had he had one and then it was like um anonymity and then sticks and stones. So like he has three specials with with um, Netflix. And to be completely honest, like, I've rewatched those. Like anytime I'm like trying to fall asleep and I don't know what to watch. He's in Austin, Texas, and you're watching him just be in Texas. Dude. Smoking a cig. And, and the thing is, man, is that like, like he's one of those guys that like does not give a fuck nope. what you say. Nope. He does not care. He's like, dude, I'm making jokes. If you don't like it, you shouldn't have came here. It's I'm making the course. if I talk about fucking killing a baby, I'm obviously not really going out there and killing a baby. Anthony Jeselnik. Oh, dude, he's just, another great one, it's man. It's just dead baby jokes. And for some reason, All they day. tickle my fancy. Dude, I think they're the funniest fucking thing in the world. You know what I think it is with him? I think that is it the dryness. I think. Well, I definitely think it's the dryness, but I think it's because he he. I, I feel, and I don't know if this is true, but like I feel like every single word that he says in a stand-up special is calculated. I think, yes. I think everything that he says. Yes. It's a script. It's, that it's he has created. It's 100% scripted. It'll come out in the way that yes. he needs to, but it is executed perfectly. To the fucking T, dude. Yep. And I think that that's the thing that makes stand-up comics really fucking good at their job. Very much so. I think that's what makes good stand-up. Really good. This stand shit up. isn't on the fly, dude. No, dude, you can't These go up there and just improvise jokes that are yeah. made for the right yeah, reason. Yeah. There's timing involved. There's you've done the 14 shit shows that led to the one good yeah, show. Exactly. That hit good. Now let's keep rolling with that one. How do we clean this up? Now we're going do we down pause, this road. Do we pause during this word or do we pause during that word? If they're laughing, do I wait? Do I give it a longer pause so that they can keep laughing? Or do I just keep moving on to the next? I feel like those little things are what makes it fun. Kevin Hart is a great fucking example of that, dude. Kevin Hart will just say something and then he'll just switch his eyebrows around. And then you'll get another six seconds of laughs. For some just reason. Just from that. And you know that before he stood up on that stage and recorded, you know that there was hours and hours inside of comedy clubs of testing out, do I keep going? Do I stop? Do I make a facial expression? Like, what do I change here to right? make it and better? And now you got to play the camera too, because once you get these right. specials, exactly. you know you got cameras that are going to exactly. be on. Exactly. So and you're that's how you already make the people at home laugh. Right. So, like, granted, you're in this Nokia theater. Let's say, if is that even a thing right now? Nokia Whatever. theater is a no yeah. It's Nokia still a thing. I don't know. Well, who cares? Wu Tang was there. It was awesome. I love that show. But regardless, like. You know, you're in a, in a place with thousands of people, and they're not going to see the reaction that way. Oh, I've been to Nokia Theater. Yeah, it's right in Times Square. Yeah. But um, when you have that close-up, 
of the joke hitting at that moment and the eyebrow raising at that exact time at the viewer for a Netflix show or something, you immediately got thousands and thousands of more laughs. And of course, they're going to tune in for the next one. They're, they're standing by ready for the next comedy special. Oh, you like that one? We'll give you the next one. Oh, you like that one? We'll give you the next one. Yeah. We'll just keep feeding you this shit and feeding you and feeding you and feeding you. Yeah. What was that from? It's Wu-Tang. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's Wu-Tang. <laughs> I'm going to sew your mouth shut. I'm going to sew your asshole shut and keep feeding you and feeding you and feeding you. M-E-T-H-O-D. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm so happy happy that all transitioned perfectly together right there <laughs> <laughs> nokia theater of wu-tang dude Woo. dude i saw method man and red man over there at nokia theater a couple not a couple years ago i'd say like a while oh, ago yeah 13 years ago it was so fucking awesome and ghostface came out and opened up for them and like they fucking came out and just threw down and it was the rightest shit ever I'll never forget. So, uh, these dudes just fucking hot, rage. They hot, don't give a shit. They don't give a fuck, dude. They I smoke went, weed from with everyone. They don't I just give a want shit. You, if you're not singing shit. their song immediately, next song, bro. No, no, next no. Song. It's not even that. So I went to um, I went to Rock the Bells like right after college, right after we the, yeah. the summer that with, we graduated. College, I remember you came Coogan over to my Spiegel. place. That's right. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it was like. Two o'clock in the morning, we all decided that we would do mushrooms on a rooftop afterwards because the show was so crazy. You, I met yes, sir. You learned. We started booming, and that was the truth. <laughs> um, but in that concert, it wasn't all of Wu-Tang, but it was RZA and Jizza. And one of them, I can't remember which one, but he started freestyling, right? And then he was done, and it was a lackluster reaction from the crowd. And he looked at everyone. He was like, yo. I just gave you fucking 32 bars off the top of my head. You motherfuckers better applaud or I'm walking out. And then everyone started roaring. Like they don't give a shit, dude. Do they play? If you if they if you're not paying attention to them, they know. And they're like, they play a show for you. If I'm you're here not for down, you. If you don't give a fuck, I'm out, dude. He's like, I'm, I'm getting paid. I'm home. I have money. I'm home. I'm, I'm in New York, dude. dude I'll was... be with all my best friends. We could do this all night long. We're going to do this all night long. You I'll, think I need you? I'll never forget. Um, so I went to Hot 97 Summer Jam a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And Wu-Tang was the headliner. And like I went with like a, like a my brother and like a bunch of younger people. And like obviously everyone was there to see Drake. And Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang came Bummer. on. Wu-Tang came on. And I can't remember what song it was that they played. And the reason why I can't remember it is because they were playing the song and then they were like, they, like you said, people, Cut it out. people weren't singing along. So they stopped the song and they were like, oh, you guys don't like that song. Okay, cool. We'll go to the next one. They went and they played cream. And then it was like, of course, all of you are fake fucking fans. Of course you guys know this song. And then they kept playing it. So they called out the fans for being fake fans and then played them the only commercial song that everyone fucking knows. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, and it's just funny that they, they can make fun of the crowd and the crowd does not care. No. Doesn't give it. And they don't give a fuck, dude. They don't care. That what is al- there to care about? They already album, made the money. They showed up. Dude, that album is one of the... 36 Chambers? Enter the 36 Chambers. Dude, that is one of my favorite albums that I can listen from beginning to end any day of the week. Only it, two fucking CDs I ever had in my car. 
The Chronic 2001 Dude. entered 36 chambers. That is a back great... and forth. That was it. I only had two of them, and they were actual CDs from them. Everything else didn't matter, didn't work. They were the only two that fucking ever played in my car. Bro, the Chronic 2001 is hands down well, that's one a... of the greatest musical albums that has ever been released on the face of this earth. They were movies in a musical format. Yeah. There was a show that you could be part of. And I thought that was the coolest thing about them. There was there was not a minute of it that got wasted. That's why I, I love, and I, I know that you don't listen to a lot of him, but Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick's I, awesome too. I, I, I love him for that reason. If you Plus watch- Plus dude's a showman too. I mean, I never saw one guy make 80,000 people live. in Central Park turn like that's one dude on stage and it was uh the global citizens fest yeah yeah the one in central park the free concert man he really fucking brought it dude he was absolutely phenomenal and that's one dude on stage just like i mean the whole fucking place went insane like i thought central park was gonna fall through the floor yeah dude he's he's a great performer i'll never forget dude when i so his first, it wasn't his first album, but it was his first album that like went platinum and shit. Yeah. Good, Good Kid, Mad City, yeah. right? And I'll never forget, like at that time, I was living, I was living in the Bronx, and I was commuting into work every day. And if I wasn't reading a book, I was listening to hip hop. And Kendrick Lamar's songs would come on. The thing is, is that they would come on out of order, so there would be random like interludes or skits in yes. the album when skits were a thing in albums oh my god do you remember eminem like the marshall mathers lp Fuck yeah with all those skits it was fucking phenomenal dude same thing with wu-tang same thing with dre Everyone same thing with the chronic skits. snoop dogg doggy style all of them had skits and they were fucking amazing and now they kind of got away from it but i remember i listened to kendrick lamar and i would hear his random songs come up and i was like that song is good but like what the fuck was that thing in the beginning or that thing in the end that kind of cut off halfway and now i'm listening to like another random song and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to listen to Good Kid, Mad City front to back. And if you listen to that album front to back, dude, I'm telling you right now, it's like, it's dude, not like. Right. We'd listen to that front to back together multiple times. I know, I know, I know. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know that. Wait, what are you, what are you talking about? Yeah, I've, I've been with you this entire yeah, that's time. that's <laughs> true. It's like, it's like you're watching the movie Friday. It's not like word for word Friday, but it's like watching the movie Friday. Friday's got jokes. But you're listening to it in your ear. Yeah. And but yeah, but the like the whole movie makes it worth it. Right. Like it's exactly. so much more fun being part exactly. of the entire thing. And it's so clever. And what I love about Kendrick too is that he doesn't record on digital. He records on vinyl. Really? You know why? He wants that old school feel to his music. Oh, it works. It works, man. And he's fucking phenomenal. I still listen to me, motherfuckers. Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole were supposed to come out with a collaborative album like in 2015. Those cocksuckers teased us with with songs on each other's tracks. And they still haven't fucking released it. And I want it. I would pay. Dude, I don't give a fuck. If someone said, hey, you can get the album that J. Cole and Kendrick worked on together for $1,000 right now. That's a good deal. I would buy it. I would buy it. I mean, it's not a great deal. Compared I don't to give thirteen ninety nine. It used to be at dude. Sam Goody, but don't like... give a f- Sam Goody, dude. <laughs> Holy shit! No one knows what the fuck that is, dude. That's a CD. That's a CD store that used to sell DVDs and posters, which is a thing you used to hang on your wall Hell if you yeah, liked dude. an artist. Hell You'd yeah. go swisher through those things. Swish, swish. Just slide through swish. all the planks. You're like, no, I don't want Lincoln Park. No, I'm good on Limp Bizkit. 
Oh, there's the offspring. Okay, we're getting angrier. That's what I needed. We're going to go to corn now. Yeah, okay, we're yeah, corn. Yeah. All right, yeah, it's getting Some dark. Some guy oh, slitting okay, his throat cool. inside now, of a garbage oh, bag. NWA's in here. Cool. Now we got, oh, Eminem. They're like, oh, okay, cool. Now we got Dre. All right, we're in it now. Dude, you know what's you know what's crazy? And I'll, I'll always fall back to hip hop because like hip hop was such a, like an influential thing in my life growing up. Yeah, I mean, you grew up in the Bronx. It's a different story over well, there, Well, dude, man. the thing is, is, like, growing up, like, one of my... It's New York City, dude. It's hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck do you think it's coming from? Hip-hop originated in the Bronx. Well, yeah, I know. Exactly. It's like, uh, no wonder it hits out home for you. Yeah. It is but home. I'll never forget, like, when I was when I was younger, um, the first... My first experience with any sort of music was at my cousin's house. My cousin lived in a building, and the guy upstairs... The guy upstairs, um, he was a, he was a Rastafarian, a Jamaican dude, and he would play Bob Marley, very cool, all the time. And that very was my fun. first exposure to like, just hip-hop? like hip hop. Like the, well, that wasn't hip hop, but like yes, like the, more like a black culture. Yeah, that that's what opened me up to black culture, dude. And I was maybe sorry, like, we're making another drink, so yeah, don't worry about it. Um, I think I think the first that was my first exposure into black culture. And I remember asking that guy, cheers, brother. I asked that guy, I was like, hey, who is this? Because you also have to understand, my parents were immigrants. They didn't listen to American music. When I was in the car, when I was four years old, there was no American music playing in the car. They would turn off the radio or they would play Albanian music. Yeah, you could you could play the, tra- the, the tape track. Exactly. You put that in there and then you have... The wedding music that you hated Bro. hearing all the fucking time because it all exactly. sounded the same. Exactly. Like a bunch of clarinets raping each other or something. Exactly. Why so like I, I heard I heard Bob Marley and I I'll never forget, dude. It was Who Shot the Sheriff. Mm-hmm. And that was the first song I ever heard. And I was just sitting in the backyard just like kicking a soccer ball. And I was just like, Oh, who shot the sheriff? You know, like, oh I shot the sheriff. And I was just like Ooh, but, but you didn't did shoot. Not you did not shoot that deputy, man. And ooh, I asked him, I was like, hey, ooh. who is this? And he was like, you don't know who this is? Bob Marley. I'm not going to do the accent and shit. But like, and then I was just like, I literally looked at him and I was like, can you show me more? And he started pulling out NWA. He started pulling out Slick Rick. He started all these people, dude. And I was just like, Oh my God, give me all of this. And then I'll never forget, dude. I bought DMX and then there was X. I think it was like 1996. And I bought that tape, dude. And I slapped that shit in the radio in my mom's car Did on the way to elementary attack, school. Dude? Bro, she took the tape out, threw it out the window. She was like, what the fuck is this? And I was like, it's hip hop, mom. You got to be cultured. And she was like, I'm not going to talk about killing motherfuckers and fucking bitches. You are eight. And I was like, <laughs> I'm grown, mom. <laughs> I eat my macaroni with butter now. Yeah. Dude, out and like, I don't know, man. Ever since then, I was always, I was always attracted to black culture. I was always gravitated to black culture because I was just like, these motherfuckers are so awesome. And they don't give a fuck. Cops, d- dude. The fact that you make a song, and again, this is me, seven years old, eight years old. Right. I hear a song that literally says, fuck the police coming straight from the underground. And I was like, yeah, dude. Fuck the, I don't know why we're fucking the police, but yeah, fuck the police. 
Let's do just because they have rules. So I hate rules, and I hate fucking rules, and yeah. I hate. And I, it's called No Rule Man Land. That's we why, fucking hate rules. That's why like, it's called No Rule Man. It's Land. just like in our DNA. I'm oh, sorry. That's just why we a bunch of crazy Albanians on this fucking thing that just hate fucking rules. And that's why we hate really No Man Rule Land. No Man Rule Land. No Man Rule Land. Man Rule Land can suck my balls. Fat balls. Oh. <laughs> You could suck my quarantine unshaved bushy balls, dude. Rule I don't land. think I don't think I've shaved since quarantine started. Have you? I was gonna ask if you could give me a haircut on this episode, and I totally forgot. I wanted to record oh, the entire thing. Oh, dude, we could have done that. It's all right. And we'll do that to get later. Back. We'll do that later. That could be a skit for our Instagram. Yeah, that's speaking it. of which, I have to head. update our Instagram to include Spotify, Snapchat. I mean, we Spotify. have an Instagram. That's tight. We do have a <laughs> No Rule Manland Instagram. It's uh, No Rule Manland, all one word. Um, there is no posts on that, but we'll start posting on there. Um, you can find us on Spotify, Apple podcast, Google podcast. We're going to start a YouTube page, but it's Mike has to edit all the videos and it's a lot of work. So, oh, that's not, I mean, all right, fuck it. I'll do it. No, we don't have to do it. It's more for the clips, dude. Is it for the clips? Cause I'm like, I'll, uh, if I'll we need the, to record, you know what? I'll, I'll, Edit the whole things, and then I'll make some clips. And if people want to see the whole fucking thing and see our stupid faces, then I'll start recording this I just whole think, shit again. Yeah, I think I really enjoy way. not having cameras on me. But if people want cameras, then people can have cameras. I'll be honest with you, man. Ever since, and like we can close it out after this comment. But like, once we got this roadcaster, and like it's helped us like just pump out episodes. I was okay with the fucking hour setup. And then our breakdown at the end of it of taking out three fucking cameras, lights, microphones, downloading all the footage, downloading, downloading all the footage. Everything. Oh my god! It was setting just, it all up. This is definitely helpful. I think if we eventually got to the point where we had a, uh, where if we if we were at a point where we had, I'll like, tell you my ideal world. Okay, let's hear your ideal world. So we have our sweet little mixer. Yes. Audio set, great, fantastic. I would have the same thing for cameras. And I would like, if it was just me and you still, and no one else helping, what I mean, would. You mean you still? You trying to cut me out, bro? No, I'm saying like, <laughs> you trying to cut me out, bro. What are you fucking crazy? I'm I'm talking about having help. <laughs> <laughs> we just add somebody else. To yeah, it. I'm like adding a nerd. That's it. Like okay, adding fair. Adding a film nerd fair, fair, into fair. this. It's more like, so if it wasn't me doing the the technical board switching, which would be three buttons for camera A, B, and C. Okay. Which would be me and you would be camera A and B and C would C be, would be wide the, shot. the wide shot. Right. So it would just be me. Like every time you said something, I'd be like camera A. Like I'd just be sitting here clicking buttons the entire time. Oh, and then you're just clicking back and forth because clicking, me and you are talking. Because I would try to do live edit just so I wouldn't have to do that for, let's say right now, it's an hour and 50 minutes in. I have to sit through that entire thing and cut Back and forth. Oh, and so you would actually be forth. switching a camera, B yeah, camera. Yeah, I would live camera, edit C camera, the entire thing. A camera, B right camera. Right then and there. Yeah, that's a lot, dude. You can't do that while you're talking to me. Well, I can try. I mean, it's no problem. It, it would it would just be like a normal conversation. Like, I know when my sentence is going to end, so I'm going to cut to you. Mm, so, like, okay, I that's it. It's saying. very easy for me to do that. So, because I'm talking. It's right. just... We'll get there I, eventually. I have to get a fucking board to do that, which, right. you know, which costs casual, money. that is money. Listen, Roman, if you want to buy us a, a board so that we can start doing videos. I'll put that shit with your fucking name right on it. Right in White on Claw. it. Man. 
Roman. It's like Motor Red Bulls, Bull, Casamigos. Red George Bull. Clooney, hook this shit up. What's I will talk on? about it. Is everyone you fucking, fucking all fucking night day. and doing belly shots? Like, what's going on, dude? Like, <laughs> this is no rule, man, land. Let's go. We'll tell George Clooney to come on. He'll be like, I fucking love no rule, man, land. Oh, my God. Like, why are we. I fucking hate quarantine. I wish this shit was like going down when we had like people could party together club spaces like i just already imagined like just like a slew of like casamigos but it's all like on naked girls going over a pool like at Ooh, like the standard right boy. now totally right now this is my little <laughs> fantasy of being famous for a second because our significant others would love that well we'd be just sitting at an end and they would be served <laughs> too but like this is it it's just like no room get them drunk it. they wouldn't care <laughs> they love it it's like oh look at this, this is a sale of target <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're just going to record this podcast. But no, it's just like crazy shit, Casamigos, white claws everywhere, just bottles popping, just like music, everyone having a fun time. That would be it. That would just be the dream come true. That would be the dream come true. Also, if you're a small and medium business and you want to shout out on our podcast, let us know. You can reach out to us on Instagram or you can even comment on the reviews. Yeah, we're here for, we're open for anything, guys. Whatever you guys want, just let us know. We'll do it for free. Granted, we don't have any fans yet, but my we mom, will. My we, mom's oh, into yeah. it. She, we was, do, she liked one episode. That is it. We do have fans. And once we get those fans up and running, you can advertise with us for free. We will do at least two advertisements every episode free of charge for a small and medium business as long as you have under 50 employees. Because that's what a fucking small and medium business is. Actually, it's under 500, but like, let's not get carried away. Actually, let's get carried away. I kind of love helping everyone right now. This is this is a time where everyone could use a little hand. And it's, you know, if you need a shout out in any way, shape or any, form, any we're state, here to help. Any state, any country. Yeah. Just let us know. We'll definitely be happy to facilitate. If you need to reach out to us, DM us on um, at no rule man land one word. And we'll do it for you. I just want to make that clear. It's at no rule man land. That's what I just said. Well, I meant like at no rule man land one word sounds like the whole thing. No, yeah, yeah. The uh, one word is not in the name. <laughs> yes. No, you motherfucker. Here we go. Ready? And the labels of things are on Instagram, it is No Rule Man Land. On Spotify. No rule man land. With spaces in between each with word. Spaces in between each word, but that is not in the title. On iTunes. No rule man land. Spaces in between each thing. Yep. But that is also not in the title. Google? No rule man land. Spaces in between. You can find us there. You'll see nine episodes. I hope you guys enjoy this. And we are fucking out. God, I love you all so much. I love you all so much. You guys are the best, man. Take it easy tonight, all right? See you guys. Stay safe out there. Stay safe.